cold gales blow from the windy city across the astral sea to Icewind Dale, where intrepid heroes seek to end the everlasting winter. Huddled around a single hot dog and a bottle of Malort, the party works to stay warm. Thinko. Pairs of hands extend over the steaming sausage. Hello, it's Ricky Steele, half-elf bard at your service. At your leisure, whatever the task, it will be my pleasure. Hi, it's Skid, the Goblin Druid. It's the moon that circles me. As my orcish pal Thrax here. Thrax, by my bow, we fight for the wolf tribe. Yeah, yeah. wolf tribe They call this one the Pilgrim. And this one is a human life cleric who worships the paths. This one is here to accompany those who walk. Hey, name's Barry, Barry Paca. Portal wizard here and proprietor of the Den of Inquities. Best damn tattoo parlor in the Ten Towns. Best offense is a strong defense in my book. Together, they press into the winds to fracture the freeze over Ten Towns and bring an end to the Frost Maiden who conjured it. We're at Studios presents The Chicago Table. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Welcome back. Clinky time. All right, check my shot. Oh, you son of a bitch. Doesn't clink. I will have a clink. Clink to everyone. Some weak clinks. Likes to be friends and clink with each other. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Those are dumbass. Isn't the Malort so much? Are you drinking a glass filled with ice, Joel? Yeah, I'm drinking a glass full of ice. All right, well, last time on DD, we, uh,. You were outside of Bryn Shandir. You were there for uh, Lyria's Night, a festival that is held every year uh, on Flame Rule 7. Uh, it usually happens up and down the Sword Coast. Uh, there's no exception for 10 towns. Uh, Bryn Shandir has the biggest celebration of such. And the uh, they have a large fireworks show outside of the city walls. That is where you guys were left off last time. Uh, you had met, uh, see, Roland. And you had met uh, Huckleberry as well. Huckleberry. So yep. you found uh, you met two of the relatives of Ricky Steele and Barry Paca. You had set up a uh, show for tomorrow night at Calvin's Comfort, and that is through uh, Lesser Gray, right? Correct. No, no, that's a different oh. character. <laughs> Lesser Gray is that is uh, sorry Candor. Candor is the person that you start the show with. Candor. Uh, he's the elf that runs Calvin's uh, Comfort. That was friends with uh, um, Ricky Steele's uncle slash keeper Roland. And uh, you know you noticed some pictures where you saw Ricky Steele's real father as well as Roland and Candor all in the same picture. Uh, Barry Pocky, you know that he's got his whole family living here. Uh, his dad's a fisherman, mom's a tattoo artist, his brother uh, works for the militia now. He's an apprentice for the militia, and you're not quite sure what his sister does, but uh, promiscuity has been called into question. <laughs> so. <Hey> no. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty, pretty delicately said, all things considered. <laughs> you know? 
considering the choice of words that were available. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Lyria's Night. Uh, this is uh, the competition is being held in Rinchandir this year. Uh, you know, the winners uh, get the Lyria's Night champion pin. This is something that's recognized throughout uh, throughout ten towns. Uh, is well renowned across all of you know Faerun. As well, because it's uh, something that proves that you are the best at something on this massive holiday, and it is something that is shared through all the peoples. You are outside of the city walls right now, watching fireworks. Uh, the fireworks are going off. Uh, the aurora borealis is still happening as usual. But however, you manage to see a red streak fly through the aurora borealis as well. That's not a firework. This is not a firework, and this is not something you've all really noticed before. But no one seems to freak out about it. Everyone's there enjoying the fireworks. And once the fireworks are complete, everyone starts making their way back in through the gates and begins drinking once again. Uh, they all head back into the North Look. And the drinking begins once again. The uh, other group of adventurers that you had met, the uh, White Wolves, they are uh, they're back at the same table. They're drinking once again. And uh, people are just going back to their normal business. No, uh, they all didn't pay attention that big no one cares about the red streak no one said anything about it yet no one really noticed it and the wolves did, can you uh, just tell us what a little bit of what they the vibe the look or anything yeah so there was the uh, let's see there's the half orc uh, he had pink eyes may shaped like a wolf head there was uh, the um, let's see there's an elf there he was a dude uh Standing on the table, telling about how he uh, seduced the Speaker of Waterdeep. He seems like a pretty good guy. Yeah, he's got uh, blonde hair, ice blue eyes, big loot. Yeah, he's all right in my book. Not not Pilgrim's book, Joel's book. There's a halfling there as well. Halfling, uh, halfling with brown hair, braided with white beads. I'm assuming gray cloak. Cool. Uh, talks very quietly. You can't really hear what you're saying. And then uh, there's also a human with slick black hair, with widow's peak, sunken, watching eyes. And it's just kind of looking around the room, staring at people. Gracias. But you know this as another adventuring group called the White Wolves. They are people who... It's basically a group that has actually done some exploits in ten towns. So this is like this is a known traveling group together. They're a group of adventurers that they are known. I'm not going to lie, y'all. They might have a better name than us. Maybe. Pathwalkers is dope, but White Wolves is pretty dope, too. Yes. And they're named after a gaming company. Oh, you're right, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping they are our Gary. I'm really hoping. Yeah. They just come and fuck us up all the time. <laughs> and we each have a rivalry with each one of them singularly. Like, there's already a bizarro uh, elf one that's, uh, that could totally be Ricky's, like, antithesis. I'm loving this. Well, uh, you guys are back in the bar. Is there anything you would like to do in the bar at this point? Talk about fireworks, etc. Anything? What was that? You're talking about that red streak that flew across the sky. Yes. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. Me neither. It's a little bit strange that everyone seems to be oblivious to its presence. It was just part of the show. Perhaps, yes. We've never seen fireworks. It was part of the show. Part of the show. Yeah, I've seen a lot of pyrotechnics in Arcana, and uh, 
I don't know, there's something different there. Yes. Like some kind of weird flying craft going way too fast. Unidentified, foreign, an object in the sky. Well, we should get ready for the competition. You're right, Thrax. Do we even know what these competitions are? Or drinking, strength, fight thing, wrestling. It's, it's teams, right? Or singular. Yes. Five-man teams. Five-man teams. And there's five of us? Yes. Dude, who was that? <laughs> I think it was uh, the dog. <laughs> yeah, I think it was the dog. Oh, Isn't was he? that... Is that Huckleberry? Yeah, that sound smells like a dog fart, man. Oh, oh that's God. Dude, that is like rotten <laughs> eggs, dude. Holy shit. It hasn't made it to me yet. Really oh, you are so lucky, lucky, dude. It, it might smells, be the DM shield. It smells like someone pooped in my nose. It smells like, <laughs> it smells like the septic tank exploded yeah, in the basement, dude. Dude, your cat ate all that cheese. Yeah, that's he possible. He was the cat. He's there, man. Oh. He's in my room. Yeah, he's knocked out, man. Oh, it's finally wafted over here. Yeah. Oh, that's Huckleberry. Good. Oh, God. Right, sorry. I just wanted to make sure that everything was okay. Good so Lord. I wanted I thought, to make sure that everything was <laughs> okay. No, I didn't okay. know if someone shat themselves, brother. Are you okay? Is everyone okay? <laughs> good Are Lord. you okay, brother? That is brutal. All right. Just to... The candle slit? Yeah, okay. Just to... Two. It still cut through. <laughs> it cut through the uh, autumnal presence in the blackberry brandy. Smells like we're dying eggs on Easter. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> with rotten poop. eggs? Dying them with poop. <laughs> yeah. <what are> you <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you would know these competitions. Uh, they are not team competitions. Uh, you can. There's four different. Uh, there's four different competitions that you can sign up for. Uh, each one is a 25 gold entrance uh, entrance fee. Uh, it's a winner takes all kind of thing. Uh, and the winner also gets the pin uh, if you succeed. The four different uh, competitions. One is called the Bear Toppler's Shove, named after an infamous local Goliath. This competition randomly pairs up the eight contestants. So each each, uh, each contest has eight people. So you can sign up as many as low as you want. Uh, each contestant executes, executes a contested shove against each other until one wins and the other doesn't. And at the end of round three, the winner is named champion of that. Okay. Next one is the English Dirge. Each contestant is required to sing a dirge, and the performer with the highest result wins. The next is called Suicide Darts. Yes. yes. Uh, this composition is relatively new, having been conceived after an inventor played a large bar tab with a set of three magic darts that turned out to be cursed. <laughs> Each competitor stands five feet from the Northwood dartboard and throws a magic dart that whips around behind the contestants and strikes at their back. The contestant moves on to the next round if they succeed to avoiding the dart. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> yes. And the rounds remain until there's only one left. So the darts basically whenever you throw them, circle around and stab you in the back. Oh, that's great. But you have to dodge it. And finally, there's Korga's Chug, named after a famous local dwarf. This competition tests the drinking metal of its participants. What's it called again, real quick? Korga's Chug. <laughs> <laughs> Each round, a competitor drinks a mug of a powerful pink-colored alcohol, <laughs> and you uh, have to succeed, or and it gets stronger, proceedingly through rounds. Oh, that's great. You see the pilgrim's eyebrow raise a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's like <laughs> clearest day, what mm-hmm. everyone's doing, right? Absolutely, dude. <laughs> I think two are entering the strength competition. Yeah. 
And Ricky's got the darts, Skid's got the darts, and Grim's got the chug. It's pretty clear that you get the darts. I, I mean, yeah. I, he's high dex, I Is believe, it obvious? Right? Oh, Isn't yeah. he high dex? Mm -hmm. I imagine he's a skittish little fast goblin, right? That's what I... I Hearing the ones heard, definitely. No, that's fine. I'm yeah. just surprised you're willing to take the cursed dart. Well, that would just I love wild. that. And again, he's right up his alley. Goblin? Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I'm just, yeah, no, I'm not upset. I'm just surprised. Uh -huh. yeah. well, yes, it, it was like obvious. Yeah, it, sounds like it does sound. Yeah. Sure. Well, and process of elimination. The dirt is a chug and show. It's clear to you guys. Uh, then there's also, and again, you guys can uh, sign up for as many as you'd like. Um, I think we'll do it just like we said right there. Yeah, and then it's uh, 25 gold per entrance participant. So 125 gold pieces down. There's yep. only the four, right? Only yeah. four. The four, four contests. Right. But you, you both, you are entering the strength contest, absolutely. correct? Yeah. Uh, Barry. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So 125 gold down. So no matter what. Uh, we probably won't win the there. overall award, but we could win the individual ones. Oh, because of the yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's well, all it's, individual rewards. Oh. So, so there's it's, four pins. Yes, yeah, so there's four pins. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd want to do the drinking one too. Then yeah. we should, you know, I, I'm pretty good at drinking and. Yeah, I mean, I like signing up for shit that I know I'm gonna lose too, Evan. Yeah, <laughs> sounds fun. Um, I'll do the check. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, hungover tomorrow. Yeah, right. Uh, Scram Sacks, the human uh, proprietor of this bar, who you've seen before. Uh, he's the guy that uh, will beat ass here too. He's an old venture, now owner of the bar. You see him talking to a female dwarf uh, wearing almost uh, priestish, priestly garbs, priestish, priestly garbs. Um, and just from just from a conversation around you, you would know this to be the judge. Her name is Gunlorda. And you know that casting magic is illegal in these games and that she will be checking for it using detect magic. What if we cast magic before they start? As long as she doesn't see it, I assume you're fine, but you're taking a risk, taking a risk. I think I'm gonna do the dots. Ricky, you wanna sing? Barry Thrax shoving. Anybody else wanna drink? Or is it just Barry and uh, Grim? Cool. Here's 150 gold pieces. Yep, uh. You hand it to, uh, let's see who takes the money for this thing. You hand to, uh, Scram Sacks. Uh, guys, I hate this guy's name. It's like driving me fucking crazy. Scram, Scram Sacks. You hand it to Scram Sacks. And, um, so he's like, okay, I'll sign you all up. Uh, here's the names. Here's the sign up sheet. You all sign up. And you're all entered into the competition. It's a good day to hunt, Skid. Great day to hunt. Bear Toppler shove starts in ten minutes. Ten minutes for round one. Is it really warm in this place? Is everyone like? Uh... Yeah, it's toasty. There's big fire going. Uh, it's a very large place. It is packed too, so it's it's pretty hot in there actually. All right. I'm wondering if I don't uh, use my jug and dump oil all over my chest. <laughs> it's it, smart. It's smart. Make it harder to <laughs> push me. Do you think anybody else is gonna go shirtless? I don't know, it is cold, but it is warm in here. Ah, uh, yeah, and Skid will look over at the judge. I think, I think that'll be allowed. <laughs> Oil's gonna get hot in here, brother. Just avoid open flames, you know? But let's cook an oil. 
just still, you know. I don't. I think that makes it worse. Well, I think Thrax is gonna go for pouring oil on his chest <laughs> to do this. What's the? Is it? What's that Turkish wrestling style called? Like where they put oil over themselves? Anyways. Yeah, you need uh, somebody to put that on you, buddy. Uh, yeah, he needs a lather, buddy. Uh, you scared? Are you sure you? I got him! I got him! I'll rub him down. <laughs> I don't. It's okay. Weird. It's okay. Okay. I thought you guys wanted to eat and stuff. I thought there was something butting no. there, but it's okay. It's okay. I got you, big fella. Skittle oil up Thrax, his chest. Uh, Skid takes his uh, or Thrax takes his uh, jacket off, like vest, and then he takes off like whatever, like a essentially just a shirt with the the rope across the neck. He takes that off and he reveals his uh, his his orcish green bod, which is covered in like prison tattoos, like line work, shitty like tribal tattoos all over it, all thin, little like thin lines, lines. Yeah. geometric shapes, mm-hmm. random and sporadic. And his birthday in Roman numerals, mm-hmm. and then gets oiled down and starts getting ready for the big competition, stretching. What the tapestry you got there? And you can see Barry uh, getting uh, close and checking out a lot of the tattoos up close. As long, depending on your vibe, if you got like weird about it, you would definitely come, definitely keep his space. But I think a lot of like jailhouse tattoos, would, he would certainly be showing interest. Uh, yeah, and I'm like, oh, the elder, he tattooed most of these. Other people for feats of strength, things Iron Skid did. Yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, still got some room, too. Not bad. All right, so you have oil all over yourself? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Should, should we prepare in any other way, or traveler, do you need anything? No. Well, it's the shop first, so, uh, Drex, 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 come here, and I'll slap him across the face. Well, yeah, that's You've good. got this, Drex, you fucking got it, let's uh, go. Yeah. Get pumped. Get pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Pilgrim, I noticed uh, you didn't chime in on the, uh, you know, that red ship we saw. You got any feeling on it? Any, anything at all? Many things take paths across the stars. This one knows paths on the ground. This one knows paths in our souls. This one knows nothing of the paths of the cosmos. Now, if you don't mind, this one's a little testy as this one's saving himself, although this one's thirsty. Should be a fun competition, brother. Do you want some oil there, uh, Parker? Yeah, uh, I actually, uh, pulls out, uh, something labeled, uh, turtle wax and starts waxing up his oh, shell. Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my. He labeled God. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll dump some oil on the turtle. Oh, yeah, thank you, buddy. Yeah, so he's, uh, he does a little bit. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Skid gets some drinks and buddies up next to, uh, the other two members, um, Ricky and Pilgrim, gets ready to watch. Congratulations, people who have signed up and for everyone about to watch. Bear Toppler's shove begins now. Round one. Glem and Barry, please approach the table. Yeah! yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can do it, Barry. 
Here goes nothing. Uh, I have a very important up? question. Yes. Who is Glim and what do they look like? <laughs> Glim. Glim is wearing a pair of overalls and a basically a shitty, uh, he's got his shirt off. Uh, he is also covered in oil. Yes! Good call, <laughs> Cop the uh, Cop These, uh, So everyone's glistening. This guy is heavy set. Uh, this man is heavy set. Uh, definitely a town fisherman. Uh, it looks a little inebriated. I have uh, another question. Yes. How cross-eyed is Glenn? He's wall-eyed. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so you can tell that this guy's uh, not the most powerful opponent in the uh, in the eight uh, the eight people that have signed up. This probably looks like the weakest opponent. Ricky, you got a great draw. Excellent. You got a great and, draw. And I didn't I didn't really get to describe it all, but um, basically Barry is basically wearing the equivalent of what a sumo wrestler would be wearing right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of that wrapped diaperish uh, sash garb. <laughs> mean. And um, basically he's completely covered in tattoos, but a lot of them are pretty decent. But most of it is in just black and white. His uh his chest is done with a knucklehead trout that is like eating an egg with a bunch of waves and shit. He has a bunch of uh, almost like... Japanese style? Yes, exactly. Japanese style. He has a bunch of like scale looking things where it's the scale pattern as well as like geometric patterns, kind of tribal ones like covering forearms. So he's all over Um, the place. Yeah, he's it's kind of a mishmash of shit. And, And then you can also see his legs. There's a lot of unfinished like half Dude, he's a tattoo uh, go, artist. Going you see down. tattoo artist shit, and they're just like uh-huh. all over the exactly. place. Exactly. It's, it's a mismatch. It. Um, and then also, you catch his back, and there's like one of those corny, like basically a, a number of turtles, uh, turtles basically posing in like a you know family photo almost, like at, over his back shoulders. Yeah. On his shell? Uh, uh, yeah, like uh, kind of like uh, up, upper shoulders, kind of like where the, not where the shell is, but like where the kind of. It's a family portrait? Yeah, that kind of vibe. Uh, Barry, have you ever participated in this before? I don't think I have, no. No? No. All right, so people are starting to gather around the table. They're cheering. You hear, Tattoo Turtle! Like, people screaming. And like, come on, buddy, push them off! Like, the fisherman guys are standing over on one side. Everyone's drinking beers. So now we'll be doing a shove, basically shove checks against each other. And the winner of three gets to move on, and the the loser does not. So, you will start by making your first. Uh, we'll roll see who gets the first shove, actually. So roll d8. All right, d8. Uh, seven. Then you get to start. So you Beauty. get to start, and I, and I have to stop it with my strength or dexterity, or move back one spot. Sure. Am I doing uh, athletics, strength, dex? Yeah, uh, strength, athletics check. Athletics check. Yes. Beauty. All right. Ooh, that's uh, beefy as hell. That's uh, 24. That is a nine for the fisherman. So he moves back one slot. He'll now attempt to push you back. So roll again. Okay. You can use either the dex, athletics, or acrobatics. Cool. I'm going to do athletics the whole time. That is a 16. 16 wins again. All right. So he has moved back one more spot as he tries to shove you. And then uh, final roll, you get to roll your your athletics here. Oh, that is a critical 20. So 26 26 total. You you knock this guy (laughs) off, and he flies into his fisherman group of people. They all fall back. There's everywhere. Fucking domination. Winner, round one, Barry Paca. The tattoo turtle, yeah. Round two. Please step to the stage. Thrax and Cow. Oh, no. (laughs) Kyle? Cow. Cow? Kyle? Cow. This man is a human, large... Oh, like C-O-W. No, like C-A-O. Or K-A-O. Sorry. K-A-O. What did I say? C-A-W? Yeah. I meant C-O-W. Yeah, so yeah. Cow, yes. Wow, vowels are hard. Uh, this guy is large. Uh, has a big red nose. He is also covered in oil. Hairy. He's very jovial. He has a big ponytail. 
and he uh, has a reputation for stripping down indoors. This guy is uh, works loves to work the crowd, and he is much bigger than the man that Barry, Barry fought. Okay. He looks he looks a little more ca- uh, capable. You got him, Thrax. Scrooge's watching. He watches all for the wolf tribe. Let's go, Thrax. Thrax walks up, closes one eye, and gets ready to push. <laughs> you got this, dude. I'm gonna knock this big green man down into all of you. <laughs> the crowd loving him. Yeah, he's working the crowd. <laughs> Thrax doesn't say anything. Just looks at him. All right, roll uh, see, roll D8 to see who goes first. Come on, Dex. Five. You get to go first. You have the first push. Oof. Uh, dirty 20. That is a six for this guy, Kyle. You push him backwards. Oh. He attempts to push you back. Now you're able to use either your de- uh, athletics or your acrobatics. Okay. We're going athletics there. Uh, 16. That's only a 14 for him, so oh, he is pushed man. back once more. Let's Then you have the final push. He's on the edge of the table. 17. Ooh, he got a 19, so he pushes back one. People start cheering, his big red nose glowing in the, in the, in the slight. 14. That's an 8, so he goes back to the edge of the table. One more, Frank. Push up, push up, push up. 20... Uh, three? Oh, it's only a 20 for him. You throw him <laughs> off the table. Brah. He crashes into a chair. The chair splinters everywhere. And then I just... Ooh. <laughs> a, bunch of yeah. people, a bunch of people do that in unison with you after you yell that. A bunch of the denizens... And Thrax slowly walks off. And Skid's going crazy. Gives, gives uh, Skid a high five. Not Nods joking. towards Barry. And then I'll be speed rolling the next battle. You see uh, the next the next battle is you see the half orc with a mace shaped like a wolf. He is up next. His name is Myx as he gets called to the stage or to the table, I should say. And he is also fighting one of the other biggest men beside the PCs. This man is named Iceberg. He's got a, <laughs> he's got a tattoo of an antler on each cheek, and he's monstrous. Like butt cheek? Yes. No, on each face cheek. Uh, nice. What about his butt and cheeks? And butt cheek. Fine, yeah, fine, there we go, brother. Nice. Uh, <laughs> like as as big as this guy does, all he does is mope, and uh, can't help but lament about the girl that got away. <laughs> this is how he's described here. Uh, Understandable. Off. My ex destroys him. Nah, uh, that's not even close. He throws him off. He's like, my woman, as he falls into the <laughs> chair. <laughs> you fucking loser. Uh, then on the other side, you also see the last two people that get called up. There is his named guy named Bursk, who's a fisher. He's got a huge mane of red hair, broken nose. He insults everyone in sight around him when he's drunk, and he is definitely <laughs> drunk. So he's just, fuck you, and fuck you, dude, and like just screaming at people. And he is also facing a, a fisherman that of, of no renown. This curse, the guy that's swearing and drunk wins, and uh, we'll just jump to the next, uh, the next, uh, the next round then. Excellent. Moving on because of the way of the bracket. Next to the stage, Barry Paca and Thrax Icebreaker. Oh shit! Oh, you ready, Barry? <laughs> this is the uh, the semifinals. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And shit. Shall we dance again, my friend? Oh, yeah. Let's go thrash! Get his fucking ass thrash! <laughs> so you each roll, uh, so the, the attacker rolls, uh, attacker's rolling the strength athletics, uh-huh. and the loser, or the defender can roll either athletics or acrobatics, and uh, roll to see who gets the first push. Uh, D8 for that? Yeah, oh. D8. Uh, one. I got a four. Cool. Thrax gets the first push. <laughs> 
a one. But, oh. but oh. crit one? I, I got a crit one, but it's it's I don't know up to. It's a crit one, you said. Crit one for crit him one as well. For double crit, double crit one. But with it, I'm an eight. I'm an eight though. With no, the, no, 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 no. Yeah. Crit one. Yeah. We both got crit one. I got a, so I got a seven. Technically, you guys are so, both so greasy that the first push you just slide <laughs> off each other and bonk noses. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's try that again. <laughs> Do it again? Yes. 21. Okay, 20. Oh, Fairy Pocket gets pushed back <laughs> one slot. As Thrax, as you, both your noses are bleeding from colliding after sliding off your turtle wax and oil, for alchemy jug oil. But now Barry is, Barry is back one slot. I'm sorry, Barry. Oh, you got lucky on that one. Last poor 12 that time, man. Oh, We're getting so oh, close. Oh, it Even slides back to the middle yeah. of the table. People are going crazy. Alright. Ooh, 18. 25. I don't know. Plus. An over 20, yes. So, yeah. Barry once again slides back one slot. Crowd's going crazy. People are going, Tattoo Torto, Giant Green Man. Again? Mm hmm. Oh, that was horrible. Dirty 20. Uh, nine. Very slides back to the second thing. His toes are hanging off the right. edge. Fucking get his ass, Thrax! Push him, motherfucker! Off. Sorry, Barry. Seventeen. Twenty-one. Oh, and Barry oh. crashes down. Rolling hot, man. <laughs> I, I, can I hold on to his arm as he goes over the side? I'll yes. let him go, but... Yes, know. Barry begins to fall. Is about almost 90 degrees, and you feel an arm reach out and grab your arm as your feet are still pressed against the edge of the table. I, I take his arm, and I put his arm up like he won. Oh, yeah. yeah. The crowd goes fucking crazy. Good Everyone's, to have a fair match. Yeah, doesn't show off on showboating on this one. All right, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> so Thrax is the winner. People are join Green Man, yeah! <laughs> then next up, Myx. <laughs> And first, goes, fuck you, giant green man, I'll see you in the next round, you piece of shit. He's fucking wasted, he's slamming in the tables. Mike's and the, Mike's and the drunken man will battle off. Oh my god. My axe basically throws him through the next table across, across, the, across the room. At the last, the last push, he shoves him into a whole other table. The drunk man breaks through a table. Everyone starts ridiculing him and spitting on him because he's been yelling at them the whole time. All right, Thrax, you're going against the leader of the White Wolves. Uh, We've already taken White Wolves out in the fucking wolves well, wilderness. Orc versus Orc, we'll see who the real wolf is. Get his ass, You got Thrax. this. <laughs> you got this, Thrax. Everyone gather around. It's the final match. The final match of Bear Toppler Shove. On one side, we have the full Orc, Thrax Icebreaker. Oh. On the other yeah. side, we have the half Orc. My ex of the White Wolves. Oh, you suck. <laughs> they, you guys are equal in height. You guys are staring eye to eye. This is probably the most intimidating match anyone's ever seen. Pilgrim's gonna lean over to uh, Ricky and say, "So it's true that orcs are better at athletics than most other humanoids. They're pretty fucking strong." Hmm. Everyone, raise a mug to our two champions at the end. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> We've got this. To a good clean fight, and to the victor goes the pin and the spoils. Uh. And now, gentlemen, let the fight begin! And they'll roll off to see who goes first. Three. Two. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, the battle Black Luster begins. start. Goosh. Uh, 24. 
Oh, also 24. Oh, oh. Pushing into each other. This is like, dude, the... Alright, I'll appease TJ from once here. It's like the DVZ thing when they when yes. they couldn't come together. You go, Poof, you see like some mugs shake as like you guys collide in the middle of the table. Holy shit. <laughs> Ooh, not good. Not good. Uh, uh, 12. 10. Ooh. Oh, man, you guys push against each other, but, but Myrex moves, slides back a little bit. Uh... 24. Oh man, a 20. Yes. You push him back another spot. He is on the edge of the table. This kid's going crazy. He's Jumping on tables, throwing beer everywhere. He's watching. Careful, hey. buddy. Careful. 26. Oh, 23. God damn it. He's, hot as he's fuck. pushing back as hard as he can, Bro. but you just overpower him. Your full orc power overpowers his half orc power. Rex. And he falls off the table. His his partners are there to catch him. And uh, as he falls, a slow motion nod at you, like, and then, like hits the, and then he hits the his arms of his waiting companions behind him. The crowd goes fucking crazy. Everyone's throwing beer, like throwing beer mugs up oh, to you to catch oh, and stuff like that. Yeah. Drex grabs them and claps them together. <laughs> Covered in beer. Uh huh. Congratulations, Thrax Icebreakers, take a step down. Thank you. Pin it on my chest. Uh, he hands you a. A bag of 250 gold. Oh! And he gives you the pin. Now, the Leader's Night Champion's pin. It's a big circle of a firework, almost. And in front of it, it's in the background, it's uh, almost like the outline of Bryn Shandir's walls. And across the middle, there is a symbol of the bear of a bear pushing, pushing someone, like doing a pushing motion. And as the champion bear topless shove metal. Sick. It is a handsome looking metal, Thrax. Thrax fucking amazing! Ooh, well won, Thrax. Oh, thank you. Now it's up to you all. We've already matched our investment. You know, he starts shoving Thrax. <laughs> give him beers. Give him a rough house uh, with him. Uh, give me some ale, fucking yes. Fucking feast, yeah! You both performed admirably up Good there. Good job, Barry. Ah. Uh. Good match, buddy. We were more evenly matched than I was with that other one. I was hoping yeah, it would be both good. of you in the finals, but, you know. What did you say, buddy? Hoping it was both of you in the finals, but, you know, the semifinals, still pretty good. I can't win them all. I'm happy our buddy got it. I think the dirge is next. Ricky, are you ready for that one? Oh, fuck, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, 15 <laughs> minutes until the dirge begins. Please drink up and we'll see you soon. They have any kind of hard liquor in this bar. Yes, they do. I will begin profusely drinking shots. You get nervous before you perform. Always. Do you want me to slap you like I slap Thrax? Have you, have you never seen Ricky perform before? I have. Ricky's known for getting very drunk before performances. That's, yes. That's why the nap follows. Yes, I'm too drunk to stay away. Uh, you're, are you at the bar then, drinking? I'm only going to take uh, like two or three shots. Oh, oh, only two or three shots. It's 15 minutes. One per five minutes. Sounds pretty good. I think you'll have one more, and you see Kandor slide up next to you and also take a shot with you. I'll be seeing you in the competition, young one. We got some stiff competition this year, Kandor. <laughs> it is all right. It will be fine. As you're, as uh, also, uh, <laughs> your uncle's also there. And there he's gonna watch you. He's gonna watch you perform. I think you'll both appreciate this one, especially for you. Yes, both of you. And uh, they'll order another round of shots to do with you. I mean, 
Ah, Pilgrim's eyes are watching it, but he's drinking water. Oh, really? You're not really drinking much? No, none. I, he hasn't had. Maybe he had a drink when the fireworks going on, but okay. after we signed up, uh, Grim hasn't touched booze. Wow. Since. Okay. Uh, he's Grimm, just drinking what's water. A, what's a dirge? I thought it was like a ship. A dirge is a path of music that leads one to the path of the dead. What? I think what it's is, a race. What does that mean? It's usually a very minor key, usually slower, sometimes in three, four, six, eight. So slow, Why this one knows that, this one is not entirely sure. slow-moving beast or something? What is a three, four, or a six, eight? Is that, uh... Think about the, think about the steps you take. It's just a, a pattern of steps. A path of steps. Pattern of steps you take down the path of music. This uh-huh. guy's just nonsense, I think, uh, He's sometimes. making things up yeah. again. Congratulations, Thrax, once again. Uh, Well-earned, Barry, you fought valiantly. Uh, thanks, buddy. This one is proud of both of you. I'm excited to maybe get some redemption uh, in a drinking contest. Maybe I can pull a W then. This one hopes that you do. It varies in all the competitions. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to take a dirge, yeah. Well, I guess I'll take a crack at the dart. <laughs> yeah, just gets a dart in the shell. <laughs> oh, shit. You should do, you should do you all the competitions. Go for it. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone, keep it down. Quiet down, please, for... The next round, we have the Angler's Dirge. Uh, everyone get ready, the participants, please get ready. I will announce the order momentarily. Uh, Elliot, could you roll a d8? Yes. <laughs> God damn it. It's this one. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you'll be going first. Sick. <laughs> well, um, I have. roll a. Let's see, since you are a bard and you play music all the time, and you did go to school for this, roll a either history or investigation, whichever you like. All right, I'll probably choose investigation. I wish this thing worked faster. My history is plus three. My investigation is also. Plus three, so it doesn't matter. That's a 12. A 12? Okay, so. You know that there is a Northlook favorite song. You're not quite sure what the lyrics are. However, you do know that since you've been here before, that people like it when you play an accompanying instrument. I think it's probably too late for him to change his lyrics and if I had to guess what Elliot's situation is right now. Well, he would uh, he would know actually the actual lyrics to the song, which I have in front of me, which he would be given, but right. he did not roll high enough. And you also know that you that typically the, the dirge needs to be about fishermen. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sandbagged him, man. Yeah. <laughs> you would know this way when you sign back up for this contest, Elliot, yeah, as know. you walk on stage. Well, when it was called the Fisherman's Dirge, I probably should have figured that out. All right. So, you will be going first. <laughs> Such a disadvantage, dude. Uh, this will require a. You don't necessarily have to perform, but I know you will. But it will just be a charisma check. Performance check. Performance check, got it. First up, everyone, 
uh, local local hero, I suppose. You could probably catch him tomorrow, as I'm told, at Kelvin's Comfort. This is Ricky Steele. Hello, yeah. everyone. Hello, That's hello. Floater Steele. Yes. I'll be performing tomorrow at Kelvin's Comfort if you'd like to come see me. My companion's here. Thrax just won. Great guy. Eric. Eric. I know that guy. We've been going by the Pathwalkers. I'm now accompanied by the Pilgrim, also known as this one. He's the new speaker of good meat. Give it up for the Pilgrim. Yeah. Yeah. Right, I see the rest of you are quite unenthused by that. Um, well, let's get going with it. I'll, uh, pull out my violin and I'll begin to play a slow, sad melody over which I will say the following words. (laughs) (laughs) A life so early was once smote before his newborn babe first spoke. A father scorned by a mother died in tundra, bleeding and snow-covered. The Requiem of Ricardo Fluttersteel, the first. (laughs) You performed that like Donovan. (laughs) I love it. Alright, roll a... uh... Just take the toy. Roll a performance check. And you also will get uh, plus four added onto your modifier as well. Ooh. So, so plus four, correct? So you have your, your, whatever your performance is, you add also another four. All right. That's 33. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Uh, people are crying in the audience. They, they're tearing up. People are like... <laughs> And like drink, like crying to their beer, slowly sipping it. How did she do it? I particularly look through the audience to find Candor in my uncle Roland's faces. Mm-hmm. Candor's their their uncle's smiling, a big grin, a big dragonborn grin, a dragon. Sorry. Um, and Candor wipes a tear, smiling as well, pushes his uh, long uh, blonde hair back. Stands up, goes bravo, but I believe I am next, and we'll. And you are. That is correct, everyone. Candor, you are next. Let's give it up for Ricky Steele one more time. That was incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, Ricky. Thank Ricky you. Flair. Thank you. We saw him die. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> As I mentioned yesterday, you thought that was good. Please come to Calvin's Comfort, my. I'm the proprietor there, and you will be seeing Ricky Steele there live tomorrow night. Very exciting for him. No cover. <laughs> Without further ado, and he pulls out a loop, and he starts playing a song. Let's see how, let's see how he does. As a 28, he does very well. He also plays a brutal song. Uh, he actually plays the um, Clash of the Titans. He actually plays the uh, the the North the Northlook favorite. I hate myself for chasing you through ice and snow and woe. Knucklehead, 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 how I loved you so. Through creaking bones and hateful winds, I sought with cords true flame. Knucklehead, 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 left a bitter rotten shame. Not bad, Jay. So he It was the theme to Golgan's Island, but <laughs> yeah, 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 it was done well. That was fucking done well. So he sings that. Uh, people fucking who actually start singing along by the end. This is a Northlook favorite. 
Very he well done. He I thought think that's a really, really he good. thought he could beat uh, he thought he could beat Ricky Steele singing the favorites even with the extra modifiers. Uh, he was unable to succeed. Ricky Steele now has the most difficult song to beat. Pretty good fucking promo for Calvin's comfort. <laughs> 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 two starters are bangers. Yeah, you know, the one, the one two are. Literally, uh, the two people who will be at the venue. Fuck, man, I'd hate to follow them. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, it's literally impossible for almost any of the other people to come up and beat that. Um, I'll say the two fishermen who've signed up just don't even walk up to the microphone <laughs> after that. They're like, nope, like, hell fucking no, not doing that anymore. <clears throat> it came from the dark out of the... No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see, let's see... A human is a local fisher. He's got a deep voice. Hat is covered in lures. Uh, he's messing his left pinky finger. He sings. He may have a chance to keep up. As a 23 only, so he does a great job. He sings another fisherman's dirge. Everything about knucklehead trout. He, however, fails. Uh, see, there's also Vanden. There's a dwarf. He's ancient. Gray hair. Cataracts. Walking sticks is shaped like a walrus tusk. And he's complaining when he's not weeping. He <laughs> He literally starts crying as soon as he starts singing the song. Uh, you can't understand the words that are coming out through his mouth. He only rolls a 12. No. This is like going to karaoke where everyone's in a band. Um, at the end, however, you have uh, you see the word come up. Uh, the word, as you know, he's the elf uh, who has a bright, uh, bright blonde hair and ice blue eyes who's a member of the White Wolves. He comes up. Uh, he, has, he pulls out his lute. His lute... Uh, across it is. Oh, this isn't. I thought the elf, the elf who performed. Uh, sorry, there are two blonde elves. Yes, uh, the one is. Uh, one is. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, the, the other one was the owner one's of the. Candor, gotcha. Who, who's uh, gotcha, the, gotcha. The yeah, this yeah, yeah, is yeah. the word who is with the white wolves. This is oh, the guy who's standing shit. on the table. Okay, I'm sorry. There's a lot of um, blonde elves. I'm getting hot and bothered. Over <laughs> so one's Candor and one is. Uh, this is the word. The so word. this is the member of the white wolves. Getting over here. Yeah, he's the one who said he. Bang some water deep nobles. Yeah, and so uh, he pulls out his lo uh, his lute. Uh, if anyone can read Elvish, it is carved with the word eloquence in Elvish. Joel's wet, dude. <laughs> Joel is wet over here. Does it look like a Rick and Marker uh, bass he, guitar? He will also sing a song, and uh, he will perform the same song as Candor. Whoa! And what a fucking. He will attempt to boss. also. What a dick. He will also <laughs> attempt to sing the uh, the Northlook favorite. And uh, so he will roll with his modifiers, which are pretty good. Oh, you fucking bastard. <laughs> Alright, so that's a t plus 12, but he only rolled a 10. So you're going to 22. So he actually could not out-compete Kandor either. No. And Kandor smiles victoriously as well. You can't follow up well. the fucking Battle of the Bands of the same song. You gotta <laughs> call an audible. Bold move. So he tries, he tries, a, he's the final, uh, he's the For final For the first competitor. time, the Pilgrim's gonna sit up all night. He has a boom! <laughs> he starts busting out the same song as somebody else. Fuck that yeah. shit. He's gonna say, "Walk your own path." Uh, a lot of people start booing after the pilgrim starts booing, and he walks with a head ashamed. He shoots daggers at uh, at Ricky Steele like you bastard, and uh, he'll he'll go and sit down like dejectedly instead of standing back up on the table like he has been all night, and just puts his face in a glass of wine. Pathetic. Congratulations, everyone! First place, Ricky Steele. Thank you, yes. thank you, everyone. Yes. And uh, he the uh, he will hand you scram sacks. Will hand you a pouch of two hundred fifty gold again. And yours Wait, is no. a very similar uh, pin, except yours has a basically a fishbone loot uh, on on the 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 on the middle of the pin rather than the bear pushing. 
Oh yes. As I accept the reward, I turn around and tell everybody, "Of course, I'm Ricky Motherfucking Steel." Fuck yeah, Ricky! Yes. Yeah, Roland and uh, uh, Roland Candor come. Candor uh, is super proud of you, but nods at you very approvingly. And they just guide you over to the bar, and uh, Roland just starts buying rounds of ale and is forcing you to drink with him. Hell he wants yes. to celebrate with you. He hasn't what? seen you in a long time. We're getting shit faced. Yeah, absolutely. Who's up next? Next, 15 minutes from now, is Suicide Darts! Competitors, please get ready. Skid strips off his excess layers, puts him in the bag of holding, gives the bag of holding to Thrax, and starts stretching his neck, stretching his legs, his hammies, and just tries to get real small and tries to get ready to nimbly escape. You want some oil? No, 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 no. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) Maybe just a... I'm gonna go see what uh, Ricky's drinking at the bar. I need one shot. Otherwise, I'm ready to go. You okay, Skid? You ready to do this? Ready to go. Let's fucking go. You're not Clean g- sweep for the Pathwalkers. You're not getting hit by any cursed darts, and you're going to be a-okay with this To one. be honest, it might fucking happen, but I'm so high already from the job you guys have been doing. You feel inspired. I feel, I feel, I do, I do, I do. Skid. I 100% believe in you. No darts will hit you, and if you've got to transform into any of those weird magical beasts beyond your measure, then you do so. You make this work. We're going to sweep this motherfucking competition. Let's fucking go! Albotically inspire Skid. Skid, you get a D8. I don't know if it's against the rules, but I'm going to inspire you. Uh, 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 uh. I heard that over there. You take that off right now. Uh, uh, uh. I didn't know. I didn't know. You saw it. I didn't do it. I was just being... It's a warning. Don't do it again. All right, team. Keep your mouth shut with that shit. It's a fair competition. (laughs) No pumping anyone up. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. Be careful, Ricky. I'm sorry. I get a little bit loosey-goosey with all the booze. Yeah, come lord her. She's got her eyes out. Yeah. She's probably a dis- disciple of Grump. Yeah, loosey-goosey okay. with the boozy. Sounds uh, like uh, a song you could write in the future. Loosey-goosey with the boozy. A total teetotaling bitch. Now finish the swinger and the, and the fox. All right, all right. Just get, get to it. When I get to it, it's hard enough. Skid, you don't need that. It's all a mindset. I'm fucking ready to go. You got this. Skid will get real small and... uh Rely on his nimble escape ability. Uh, and you're at the bar, Skid? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have you smell an aroma of pine needles as someone rushes up to your left. Uh, you see it as uh, you turn. If you look to your left, you see the brown hair braid with white beads. And you know it's to be me of uh, the White Wolves, the Halfling Scout. What's his name? She, her name is uh, me. Me. Uh, M-E? Yeah, M-I-E. <laughs> yes. Good name. And, uh... And she, you've not heard her yet talk over a whisper, and she continues to maintain this. Oi! Good luck! Let's have a drink first. Uh, okay. You're not going to slip something in it, are you? Of course not. All right, yeah. And All in good fun. Sure, two shots. Almost, like, silently just put up her two fingers. Not even good to insight check, nothing. Just, yeah, yeah. let's do it, brother. You know, I'm a part of a wolf uh, pack myself. I know I liked your tattoos. <laughs> So me, I'm Skid. Me, me, no, me, low hearth. I'll, I'll try to dap her up, give her a nice firm handshake. Hopefully we can win one of them for our parties, but you know, good, the, the best one of us win. Yeah, my ex was pretty fucking tough. And uh, your, your elf there, I'm kind of glad he lost. He dipped into a rerun already. He's kind of an He's asshole. He sang the song, <laughs> bitch. 
All he does is brag. It's kind of annoying. Well, uh, if it's not me, I hope it's you. And, you know, good luck. Cheers. And she'll do the shot with you. Do the shot. All right, roll a uh, d8. Oh, shit. Dude, her reeking of pine is so suspicious. It's fine. She's a scout. She's oh. dressed like as a scout. She okay. just hides in trees all, all the time. Right. That's, that's all right, all right. <laughs> it's like patchouli. Oh, Five. Five? All right. Everyone gather up for suicide darts. Gather around the dartboard over here, everyone. Raise your mugs and get a toast going, because here we go. Remember, if you don't dodge us, it hurts quite a bit. So, without further ado... <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking go! <laughs> Alright, first up, let's see here. We have... First up is this man called Calabra. He gets called up. Curly hair, bright clothes, X-shaped scar on right cheek. Hey, everyone, looking good. You're looking even better. He compliments everyone in the room. Every time. Oh, my God, you look great. That dress looks incredible. Man, is that beer for you? Because it looks perfectly poured. And he will throw the be the first one to throw a dart. What yes. a brown-nosing boat like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Says Ricky Steele. He rolls a six. This the one doth think, think the kettle call the pot black. As soon as he finished saying that, you hear, Oh, God! Oh, it's in my spine! Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! Oh. And he's laying on the ground trying to reach this dart that's in a spot that's unreachable on his back. And, uh... And, um... Uh, once again, the uh, purveyor of the bar comes up, puts his foot on his back, pulls out the dart, <laughs> and slides him out of the way. Next up! <laughs> you see the familiar face. He kind of stumbles into two uh, two chairs. It's a dragonborn. It is Speaker Trovis. No way! And he is oh, in the house. And he's sick. Like, oh, oh, time. Dark time! Hey boys, how you doing? <laughs> speaker! The pilgrims. Hey, heard your speaker now! Congratulations! You just stand up and like, you know when you stand up when you see your friend doing something stupid? You stand up, open your mouth, and put your hand up like you're gonna say something, and then you sit back down because you realize this is like, I don't care. Uh, people are cheering because, and people are like, people have like signs for Speaker Trovis because he's here every year. He makes a trip from Karakonig to here every year to play the dart game. Every fucking year. Does uh, Roland uh, make any sort of recognition? Aren't they what both white dragonborns? Um, no. Oh, okay. No, they, they, they didn't make any recognition, but Speaker Trovis. A lot of people know Speaker Trovis because he is, uh, he's a, you know, he's a party animal. He's he a party dude! <laughs> This one's for you boys, and he'll fucking shoot the dart. Oh my god! So he crit twenty, twenty twos it. He shoots the dart, and like, st like he's almost swing, and he like sways at the last second, and the dart goes right into the bullseye. Drunken master style. Ah! Everyone goes fucking crazy. So Torvis makes it to the next round. R.I.P. Jackie Chan. <laughs> huh? He's not dead. Oh. <laughs> he's not. Next, uh, next is <laughs> next up. Filet Phil. <laughs> oh, he's probably good at this. He's got he's got a dirty black beard and an eye patch. Uh, he's clearly a ship captain. And he's here to drink and brawl, and he's waiting for someone to insult. You say something? I didn't think so, motherfucker. Ah. And he's like, I'll fucking show you, bastards! And he'll throw the dart. Fuck you, you stupid bitch! He's gonna, he's gonna hit him. He throws a twelve. He does not beat the DC. He's like standing there, he throws it, and he's like, ha! And he moves, and then the dart just hits him in the back of the head. Oh! Oh, <laughs> fuck! Oh, shit! And he's, he rips it out and like throws it to the ground. He throws it to the ground, and it comes back up and hits him in the leg. Oh, shit! No, please stop! It's by far my favorite event so far. <laughs> <laughs> 
And next we just have, uh, on the next, the final people are just fishermen. So I'm just going to roll for them all quickly. One passes, the other two get stabbed in the back. And it's just me and me, right? And then me is the final thrower. <laughs> what about Skid? Oh, yeah, shit. So you and Skid are, yeah, sorry, Skid and you are the final throwers. I was just getting them all them all the way. For sure, for sure. Me and me was a good thing to say. Though. Yeah, he's on me. Skid is getting real small, and he can bonus action disengage, and to nimble he skips, so he's trying to lean on that a little bit, feel a goblin form. What is he rolling? He's rolling a d20. So let's do that. Where's... It's a dex saving throw. He'll fingertips to his toe tips and stretch, stretch, and get ready. Let's go! And it's a... Uh, yeah! Uh, dex saving throw. <gasps> Critical 2024! Oh, oh. <laughs> Describe how you dodge his dart. He stretches, stretches, then he does a baseball toss, and he throws it, and it comes back around. He does kind of a Jedi flip, and it goes between his legs. It kind of lands. Not great, but the dot goes right on Mark. There we go. Final is uh, me, the halfling scout. And she also, she does a cartwheel out of the way as the dart comes by and hers hits oh. there. Skid looks at it her adoringly a little bit. <laughs> Skid, good job. <laughs> Second round. <laughs> Second round. Love it. The leftovers are Torvis. Speak with Torvis. The people give a little round of applause. Good luck, Torvis. Fisherman yeah. Glenn. Fuck you, Glenn. <laughs> Skid. Yeah. And me. Yeah. Skid claps for me. Speaker Torvis once again stumbles up to the thing. He's holding a beer in his left hand at this point. <laughs> Hell yeah, this one's also for you. <laughs> and also then throws it again. Oh my god, he barely passes. This time it comes a little bit closer, grazes the side of his cheek as he kind of slides by as he's trying to chug his beer after he threw it. And it hits the board, so he out. succeeds. The fisherman. Oh my god, the fisherman. It hits him right in the butt. Then he yells, yo! And then starts running away. Yes. Skid, you are up. Oh, same type of baseball toss. Come on, Skid. Yes. 18. 18 passes. Yes, describe it again. Uh, he does the same thing. And just from the second, he loses his concentration when his eyes glance on me. And then he writes his right oh. the ship right at the end and dodges it just like Trovis. Um, he is up as well. Oh, she rolls a 22, so she is fine. She once again nimbly dodges. What a great final three. Glance, glances at you as well. Kind of looks straight in your eyes as she just moves her head at the last second and goes right into the dartboard. I know that we're supposed to be rooting for Skid, but what a good final three has happened to <laughs> yeah. hey, we root for Skid. All right. Of course we root for Skid, but it's always interesting to see a populated path, an interesting populated path. Hmm. Many walkers on this path. Many. Three, to be exact. Three, exactly. You hear everyone chanting, two beers, two beers. And you two see beers. Trovis walk back up. He's got two steins of ale now in his left hand. Dude, Pilgrim is staring at his like, beers. But he's like licking his lips, and it zooms in on, on his... drinking water, yeah. I'm going to finish both of these the, before the dart Evan, hits the board. Evan on a single like drip coming it's, over it from the froth. Exactly, yes. It focuses on a single drip of the froth <laughs> of the beer and zooms in on the dry lips yeah, of yeah. the Pilgrim. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he's like licking this yeah. parched like tongue. Uh, yeah. No it's like a cat's crowds. tongue. There's no way the crowd's not behind Trovis. No, the tro point. everyone loves Trovis. He's here every year. That's why everyone's chanting two beers, because every round he brings a second beer up to chug before the dart hits the board. He's like, hell yeah! For you guys again! Good to see y'all! Throws the dart. 
<laughs> He's chugging two beers at once, tries to duck, and the dart just goes right in the back of his skull. Oh, he spits up his beer. Oh, oh, oh shit, that would hurt. <laughs> Everyone goes fucking crazy. Another dude from the crowd fucking pulls the dart out from him. He continues to chug the beers. He's like, oh, it's good. Let me see it. This one's Vitrovis. Let's hear it for him one last yeah. time. <laughs> and he like fucking dart. He goes and sits next to Pilgrim as well. This one. He gets a little too starry-eyed when he sees me, and he doesn't forget to dodge. It's a nine total. The dart hits you right oh. in the back, the swell of the back, and is now up to see if me can succeed as well. That's a seven only. So she also gets hit. Oh. Replay the last round! One tie, all tie! Let's fucking go! Let's That's go. three beers, Trophy! Jones goes three beers! And he's got three beers. He's gonna try it again. Oh, oh my god, he's got a fucking 11. He's, like, he's got three beers. He's got he's pouring two from his left hand and one from his right hand in his mouth. The dart hits him, he doesn't even flinch this time, and he just finishes the beers. Fuck! As he's, as he's finishing the beer, the pilgrim stands up and goes outside. <laughs> He goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> as soon as he finishes the beers, pulls out the dart, puts it on the table. Hell yeah. All right, don't fuck up this time, you idiots. <laughs> Skid will go up to me before he throws and just hand her a good berry and say, good luck. And then he'll go and throw his dart. 22. 22 succeeds. Oh, man. All right. So, and Mia's now up. Mm-hmm. She once again, she looks straight at Skid as she throws the dart. She throws it. She doesn't care where it goes. She just watches the dart hit her and doesn't even flinch. Wow, oh, man. She's like, oops, I missed. Skid smiles weakly and is red a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Skid! Right at that second, Thrax throws Skid up in the air, Winner! picking him up. He's lost in the crowd, but it's just trying to find eyes with the hat lean. <laughs> you see her walking back. She sits at a table and shrugs kind of them. They're like, what the fuck, dude? And she's like, I don't know. And sits down quietly and starts drinking her beer. And the crowd is going fucking crazy. Torvis comes over. He's like, hell yeah, brother. Hands you a big old thing of ale. Glad to see you guys are still out there. Once again, you get the uh, you get 250 gold handed to you, as well as uh, the same medal, but yours has a dart on it. Some fine dodging, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, 15 minutes. Korga's Chug, everyone's favorite. I'm going to go outside and talk to Grim, who has left the building, apparently. As you're rolling out, I would say, let, let the traveler know of 15. We've got 15 minutes, got it. Barry, uh, you can drink a lot. You should probably sign up for this last one. Oh, yeah, I think I, think I am, huh? He already did. Yeah, oh, Skid, oh. you got me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, excellent job. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Congrats. Did well for the wolf tribe, Skid, yes. Yeah. As, as I'm still holding you on my shoulder, I cheers you with my other hand. He's having a great time with his friends, but his you can tell his mind's yep. kind of elsewhere. Yep. <laughs> uh, the the party like sounds are like a little bit dimmed down as he looks over and Skinny finds the cry, halfling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Like a shitty 80s movie. <laughs> it really is, dude. <laughs> Skid won. Skid won. But Skid lost his heart. Uh, I mean, those could both be counted as wins. And 
some people's books. Yeah? Yes. Having a crush on our rival team, the White Wolves, no. who we fucking hate. I don't even know them, brother. <laughs> you don't like the Bob, you like the rest of them. Yes, the Bob yeah, That sucks. was just some fucked up shit. He says, oh, there's a sketchy human we don't know yet. He's going to drink a shit ton of He's, he's, he's a human. Oh, his, I am too. His hair. <laughs> wait, a, wait a minute. Hold on here. Yeah. But his hair slicked back. Evil. Yeah, and he was having shifty eyes. Although I haven't had a beer all night. That's true. Here I mean, head. Joel has had many, but Pilgrim has had zero. A lot of control. Uh, I like it. Could be, could be a problem. It was bad time. It was bad time. Let's go away. It was bad time. Hey there, fans of Rare Ed Studios. Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Gain access to the Way Rat Discord. Talk with other listeners and the Way Rat crew. Post funny pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at RayRatStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, gather around, get your beers ready. For now, we have Korga's Chug. Korga's Chug! Korga's Chug. You hear tankards clanking all over the place. People are getting drunk. I want to say, we don't we don't also splice in these uh, cans opening. This is reality. Yeah, absolutely. It's and, immersion. Uh, it's called immersion. You see a group of people get ready for the Chug. Uh, there are three normal-looking fishermen, and uh, I would say four, four named NPCs. <laughs> um, and he'll call you all together. Uh, Joel, could you roll a D8 to see your position here? That is a two. Two. You will be going second. All right, oh, I'll take oh. second. First up, everyone. First. Do you want up. Uh, Barry to roll as well? Oh yeah, Barry's rolling as well. That's right. So right. Barry is also D8. D8, buddy? Yeah, D8. <laughs> you got a four ounce shot. That's an A, baby. He's last. Yeah, an, an eight. eight. Anchor. An You're the yeah. anchor. You're the final. The Ooh, final that's beautiful. Sick. Bookend it. So that would be uh, only two uh, un- unnamed NPCs in this uh, battle. Clinkies. Clinkies, everyone. Clinky. Not for me. You're staying pure to the competition. This one is uh, saving themselves. Adios. Clinky. Ah, yes. For the uh, competition. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone, prepare for the final event. Korga's Chug. Going first. <clears throat> Miss Geely. Miss Geely is a human. Scarecrow thin. Battle scars haven't diminished her rugged beauty. Uh, she has a great helm. And she's wearing it while drinking. Uh, she, it's depicting an owlbear. And she has longbow stru- uh, strung across her. She's just wearing her adventurer gear for a drinking contest? Absolutely. Wow. Love right. it. And, it's hard uh, to beat that. That's cool. Her thing is that uh, what people know her for, she's extremely polite when she's drinking. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for letting me come up here. Thank you, everyone. It's a sign of a bad drink. The rat just got a bow. Look at her. I'm not afraid. Ow, no, uh, she will drink now in the first round. So, so wait, are we just, what, is it you just chug a giant thing? Like, what's the so, comp? So, yes, a, um, a large mug of a powerful pink-colored alcohol is handed to her. 
and she will chug it down. Uh, there is a, for each round, an increasing DC check because as the drink becomes more powerful, as a constitution. So it's just throw. like if you can finish it. Yes. Is the contest. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get this one. So Greeley, she does very well. She pounds this thing as thin as she is. She pounds it. Oh, oh, this was very delicious. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. And everyone applauses. So Miss Greeley makes it to the next round. Next. Pilgrim, you are up. That's Speaker Pilgrim, everyone. That's fucking yeah, Trovis, Trovis is right next to the table, like right next to where you are. Yeah. He got this grim. The bee man. Six. Six. <laughs> <laughs> you pound this alcohol is the strongest thing you've ever had. You are immediately poisoned and knocked out of the competition. Oh, All right. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Thrax goes up and grabs the pilgrim while he's knocked out on the ground. They never said it. No, he's not <laughs> knocked, knocked out on the ground. Oh, he's, he's, Christ, just, he's just poisoned. He's knocked passed out. out. Yeah. Yeah, just passed out <laughs> Eyes rolled back. Was, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, God. Next up, Cherboga. This man has a stubby beard. He's a human, spectacles, and a tall furry hat. He screams plays, praise to Ilmater, god of endurance, after every drink. He's is it is it like Barry's hat? Is it the Russian furry hat? Yes. And he'll oh, go he, up. He stole my look. He drinks it. Eyes roll back to his head. Oh, mother. <laughs> and, he'll, and he'll kind of uh, just stagger Ooh. away from the table. He is also lost. Nice. <laughs> this is tough. I love it. It's okay, Grim. It looks tough. Uh, it wasn't very yeah. good. Why was it pink? It, did it taste terrible? Is, it tasted pretty good. Is it thick? <laughs> Is it, is it like real viscous? Is he strong? Very strong. Next up, we have Broomba. Broomba. Last year's champion. <laughs> uh, he is a dwarf. His hands and face are ravaged by frostbite. He wears the champion's pin from last year. <laughs> you guys are all losers compared to me. He'll <laughs> start, start crushing oh, no. this. Awesome line. <laughs> <laughs> he, he fails. He immediately chugs it, and he will not hold on to his championship this year. He fails as well. Shit's tough. Next, uh, Golan, the Wild is called up. This is the this is the Winterwolves group. Uh, the human. Mm. He's got slick black hair with the widow's peak, and he walks up. He does not look confident in his drink abilities at all. <laughs> he is really not that much of a drinker. He, he, this, he rolls so poorly that he, his eyes actually rolls his back his head and he passes out after drinking it. <laughs> he actually the white wolves, out. The White Wolves catch his corpse as he uh, falls to the ground unconscious. And they like, put, they basically just put him on the table that they were drinking at and they continue to watch the rest of it. I'll just roll quickly for the two fishermen. They both fail. Uh, neither of them actually succeed at all. One tie, all tie. So left is just Miss Greeley, and now Barry is the only last person to roll against it. At the moment, we'll see if we get out of the first round, even. Barry, back up, please arise. Excellent. Drink away. Yeah, Barry uh, is already sipping on a flagon or something and takes a good, like, and steps up to the thing and, uh, yep, and hands you the, the pink chug. liquid. Advantage, Barry. Takes a chug. Con? <laughs> yep. 21 total. Yes! So Barry succeeds and is not, uh, moves on to the next round. Next round. Uh, and now we'll start with Miss Greeley again. And it's this is a 
more frothy version of the same drink, and you can smell more just alcohol in it. Carbonated. <laughs> Just liqueur, they carbonated. Good <laughs> luck, brother. Throwing more carbonation ever oh, clear. Yeah, That's actually really a good idea for a drinking contest. Just making it grosser. Yeah. So she chugs this one, and she is fine. Thank you, thank you so much for this delicious, this delicious cocktail. Thank you. And she like cheers. And this woman is frail. Like she looks very skinny. Is she human? Mm-hmm. Human Just battle very scarred. Thin. Very, very thin. And wearing Scarecrow all her thin. battle stuff. She's wearing her battle scar. Like wearing her battle stuff. She's got battle scars everywhere, but she is like very beautiful, rugged, ruggedly beautiful. Huh. Barry Paca, you're up round two, and they hand you the same foamier mug. All right, all right, I got to. Yeah. All right, uh, plus, plus three, uh, 16 total. You pass the second round. Let's go, Barry! So you drink Barry. this, and you can oh. taste that the alcohol is much stronger in this one. Yeah. Round like three! Holding my gut a little, it can feel like my gut rumbling. <laughs> oh, but I'm okay. Miss Greeley, you're up again, and she'll chug it. Oh, and she's, she starts waving. She's like, oh, God, this one, thank you so much. This one's a little too strong. Oh. And then she like kind of sits down in the chair right away. Oh. Barry. Oh. All right. Uh, 15 that time. 15 just passes. You drink this last one. This is heavy. This is a heavier alcohol. And you're feeling a little fucked up, but you, you can feel like coming up a little bit, but you barely pass it and you succeed. Congratulations, Barry Packer! You are the champion! Again, 250 gold in the sack. Sweet. And they hand you the pin. Uh, the pin, once again, is the same thing, except this one has a frothy beer mug on it. That's a fucking sweep from the motherfucking Pathwalkers, y'all! Yeah! Yeah, people are slamming beers together, cheersing and everything. Speaker Trovis is hanging out with Pilgrim, trying to hand him beers. Come on, man. It's okay. You'll oh, get yeah. it next year. Pilgrim is sucking him down. <laughs> Although, Pilgrim is thinking that we might have put a target on our backs. Just in his head, Pilgrim's thinking like, yeah, all right, all right, yeah. And he's sucking him down after not being able to handle the pink stuff, but he's starting to picture all of us walking down these pa this path and targets just painted on everybody <laughs> that's what he's picturing his head he's not listening to this drunk motherfucker who has a dart in the back of his head still <laughs> he's just thinking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah you have yes. two of the speakers of mm -hmm. ten towns sitting at the bar drinking together yeah. <laughs> right right but he's not listening yeah i'll see you in the parking lot <laughs> not even that no no he's not even pissed just more worried about like okay well we swept no you know? thank you for everyone coming to this year's Lear's night uh, the events were amazing. Continue to drink. Free rounds for the rest of the night. Let's go. It's party time. Let's, go. Let's fucking go. Skid, everyone knows who the wolf tribe is now. Great fucking night, y'all. Let's go. Great so yeah, everyone continues night. to party. You guys are free to do whatever you want for the rest of the night. Yeah, cheers, y'all. Cheers. Great job tonight. Well done. Great fucking night. Take the uh, pin I have it and hand it towards you. No, 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 no. You walked the path. This one did not. You and that yeah. pin. I got lucky. This one's a, just happy to be here. It wasn't a true drinking competition. You can now drink everyone. But this, this one appreciates that, Thrax, but this one recognizes that very one. Hey, 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 Ricky? What's up? What was the name of the guy in your song? Isn't it, the one that uh, died. I thought you called him Ricardo in the song. His name is Ricardo Flutter Steel, the first. Oh, I thought. That was a really good song. Thank you. It made me quite sad to sing it and perform it, but... Uh... Did you think he said Ronaldo? 
I thought he said Ricardo, and I thought it was Ronaldo. No, what the fuck would I write a song about? A dead man. Ronaldo. They're both dead. Well, it would make sense, since Ronaldo is very yeah. dead. He is a prick. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was... I name or something. No, Fair it's, it's a song about my father, you shithead. <laughs> well, what oh. happened to your father? He died in the snow. Newborn babe in his arms. Were you the newborn really, babe? It was really sad. I don't know how much implication I... Yes, it was me. <laughs> Could have been a sibling of yours. I, I would have mentioned it if I had any brothers or sisters. You wouldn't you think, thunk, at this point... Are you all right, Reggie? No, I'm getting drunk. And then, and then Roland took care of you? Yes. Until the end of time. <laughs> the song was really good. Everyone in the audience loved it. They got really Through good. Mist and Shadow? Through Mist and Shadows. How? I was born. <laughs> <laughs> and what relationship did Renato have with you and your father? Ronaldo. Ricardo's my father. Ronaldo is a, a man in East Haven. Yeah, Ronaldo's not involved in this at all. Oh, sorry, not Ronaldo, your uncle. Oh, he was just, oh. they were friends. There's a lot of R's and a yeah. lot of vowels yeah, and a yeah, lot yeah. of liquids and a lot of nasals and then followed by a consonant and followed by another... Cheers! Vowel. More beers! Cheers! More beers for everyone. Roland. And how, do, how does how does he tie into the picture? He's, he was friends with my father and he raised me. Problem solved. But we've reached an answer to your so question. He raised you your entire life. Yes, for yes. And he and your father were friends. Yes. Best friends. One might say there was also Kendall, but you know he's not really the raising type. As another bud, you know how we get. Are you excited for the show tomorrow? Oh boy, I forgot about that. Seven p.m. Oh fuck. Did Ro- Did Roland teach you how to play? How to make such amazing lyrics, how to convey the uh, trials and tribulations of such average humanoids and weave them into tapestries of wonder oh, with just your words and your vocals and your pitches. Is it a good question. No. He taught me the basics of arcanic magic, and I took it in a different direction. I was like, look in here, uncle. I don't like doing this machinery machinations bullshit. I'm going to write songs and put my magic into there. And then he, then I, then I, then I learned how to use a sword somehow. Then I could do it that way. Like you're you're self-taught. Yes, I'm a little bit of a wonderkind. (laughs) Say it again. Wonderkind. All right. I just want to make sure. Wonder, wonderkind. One, I, I'm good at things, mm-hmm. naturally. Just stop on your head. All right, I want to get more drunk now. I'm very sad. Well, congrats to the Pathwalkers, but this one is concerned. We might have also made more enemies here. It might be a good idea to take our medals, take our winnings, and... Uh, and be- enemies, they seem to be proud of us, maybe look like friends. I mean, uh, white wolves. This one was just suggesting we get back to a place to sleep uh, or stay before anyone might get any ideas after the booze that's been Oh, we could beat them up. Oh, yeah, let's beat them up. We could start a bar fight. How fun would that be, everyone? We start a bar fight and we become ultimate winners on top of it all. Wait, 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 wait. No, that's a bad idea. 
no, no, no. We we party, we we hang out, but uh, where are we staying at your uncle's house? Yes, hey, that's or where Mary's I'm, house. That's where I'm staying. I'd prefer if I could sleep in peace tonight. Whatever. Yeah, y'all are always welcome. Anyone who needs a respite, come. What time is it? Uh, it's it's definitely the evening, so I'd say <clears throat> the whole the whole events probably took like four hours, so it's probably like now I'm hitting like midnight. Oh shit! Okay, too late to visit the speaker of this town. <laughs> um, Skid's got some paper and parchment, and he's gonna jot something down in Druidic, and then put the pin in the paper, and put it in a little tiny drawstring bag, and then he'll make his way over to my uh, to uh, me. Yeah, you see, uh, you see, Golan, me, uh, the word, and my ex. <clears throat> Hanging out at the table like they were. Um, Golan is laying across the table like out cold from drinking that alcohol beverage. And the rest of them are just kind of talking. Uh, the word is su- surprisingly quieter than he usually is after getting thrashed and booed off stage for trying to copy the same song. <clears throat> uh, Skid will just walk up and say, um, Sorry to interrupt. Uh, me, I just wanted to give this to you. And I'll hand her the bag and say to the rest of them, uh, I hope when we see you all again, we can count you as friends. And, uh, have a good night. Uh, bye. Oh, wait. What? And there's the half-orc. All right, congratulations. Tell the rest of your group. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So you're scuttling away like a yeah. cockroach? <laughs> mm-hmm. Walks away real he nimbly escapes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On all fours? <laughs> across the ceiling? <laughs> Real goblin like. Yeah, Cockroach like. You yeah. see me just kind of hold it and like put it next leg, hold it up close to her, and then she just like kind of tucks it away in one of her pockets. Yeah. Did any of us see him walk away? Or is it such a crowded vibe that it's we wouldn't be crowded, able to. It's very crowded. You'd really have to look for okay. it. But, okay, uh... so you'd have to be kind of perceptive, sure. Yeah. Okay. If you guys weren't actively looking at it or looking what he was doing, then I would say you probably wouldn't notice. I was busy grilling Ricky. <laughs> yeah. After drinking all that from that contest, would I? Was that high alcohol as well? So oh, would, yeah, would I? So way. would I be pretty annihilated or or no? You definitely be drunk. Okay. The, this stuff, like again, it's it's powerful enough that it gives you the poison condition if you fail. Mm. <laughs> so, it's, <Christ. laughs> so it's like yeah, you're, probably, you're pretty you're pretty blitz. Probably but like, pretty blitz. Okay. But like not like. You're not falling over or anything. Okay, like that, cool. But you are. You are drunk. Okay, cool. Good to know. <clears throat> anything else anyone wants to do? I don't think so. I'm going to go home with my uncle. Oh, uh, tattoos. No, Come not. on, you, you you didn't have too much to drink. Yeah, I. It's probably better to wait till. T- oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> t- t- tomorrow for that. We can crash at your place though. Yeah. Let's mm. take a walk there. Sure, I give you, can give you a tour of the neighborhood on the way. Yeah, keep your eyes out peeled, because we're all fucked up and shit, and we got a bunch of money. Oh, it's fine. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, keep oh, your yeah, eyes out. I made out. a thousand, like, thousand gold. It's fine. A thousand GP. <laughs> oh, my Top God. security in the back of holding. Minus 175 entry fee. Right. So, 825 net total. Yeah, fucking sick. Insane. Skid will just be walking back with the group in very happy mood. Barry. Great fucking night. Barry, we have enough to go to dinner. We did it. I wasn't ready for this to happen so soon. Me either, but that delicious food is calling to me. 
I see now grasp. I can feel it. <laughs> as much as I feel this oil all over my skin, I know I can be tasting that juicy, succulent, delicious smells of that crazy dinner that was denied to us. Or we can have it, Barry. No yeah, more hamburgers for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Border House was alright, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Uh, that'll be real good. I, I look forward to that, brother. I mean, considering after what you've all been doing, Burger House, Burger House does sound pretty good. Burger House actually sounds really fucking good low right now. <laughs> any, um, any late night uh, food stands we can go up to? Oh, to absolutely. Some... There, and there's food being purveyed here, too. Like, they definitely have, like, some specialty food. Like, there's vendors all over the place. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we're just, we're heading back to our respective domiciles and crashing. Yeah, Dan, Dan of Inquity is basically, he lives right up the block from Northlook. Ricky, are you going all the way to your uncle's by yourself? No, I'm leaving with my uncle. Okay. Yes. Then we'll meet back up tomorrow. Yes. I'll come meet you tomorrow. Cool. I'm going to give you a, you a big hug before we leave. That was a real moving song. Thank you. Oh, holy shit, you're strong. Give him a big hug. Hell yeah. Uh, then, uh, let's see. So, Roland, Candor, and Ricky Steele leave together. Uh... Kandor has already agreed with Roland that he was going to come to his place and have some drinks with them late night. And the rest of you are heading to the Den of Inquity, which is Barry Paca's tattoo parlor. Oh, you guys have a very short way to go. You guys are only like, probably like a block and a half away. Uh, Den of Inquity is right up the block from Northwood, just south. Uh, I imagine I'm, you know, just kind of like swaying back and forth a little bit, uh, feeling kind of, uh, you know, weighted in one direction or the other, pointing to some places and like, you know, oh, this is a, oh, bro, you know, just telling like kind of dumb anecdotes about the neighborhood, things like that, you know, probably not making a lot of sense. You know what, there. you know what uh, I could do right now probably is just break into a place and take uh, my good old two cluck back, feeling really jazzed and like I can just do it. Do what thou wilt. I don't know, just something. I, I just something inside of me says. Feel uh, like doing some damage. Well, I just I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys head south to Denimkudi un, un, unabated. It's a close walk. Do you, you you don't do that. I'm just. You can't. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm trying. I'm trying to encourage you to do it. Thrax is just like, you know, he's drunk and losing sure, love. No, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, maybe they'll take the money, and if they don't, I can just. Pilgrim just has a tummy ache, so. And... Yeah, none of us have ever done crimes drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll head back to the Dena Inquities. Okay. Yeah, you guys head back, no problem. Uh, just for reference for listeners, uh, once we get to this part in the. Uh, Recordings. I'll post the map of all the different places because there's been a lot added to a standard map, so that where you know where everything is in terms of what we're talking about. <clears throat> Anyways, you guys make it back to the den. Yep. And you are there safely. Uh, your brother, as you know, is working throughout the night shift, so he is not there, and the place is empty. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a low kind of stone flat building. It has three sections. You we kind of head towards the back section, which basically the sections are divided almost like how you would divide a loft by like three, almost like tapestry style like thick cloth uh curtains 
tapestries and towards the back again I pull out just a full few like feather beds slash like you know rugs like almost owlbear rugs or different rugs and kind of throw them all out oh, yeah I got uh I got this uh that raised area right there that's a little nicer off the ground and then my bed there uh I think Huck Huck is in there but uh and then those three spots there uh nice I'll Thrax. start I'll start a little fire Thrax let's get a cup of wine for old bed Yes. What a great fucking night, you guys. We did it. We did it, Skid. It was so much fun. We yeah. finally got to you know what's just on my, relax. You know what's on my mind, though? I can't get it out of my mind, that red that red streak. What What was that? It was just part of the show. No. No, it wasn't. Uh, you mean when we took the winning and won everything there? No, before that. <laughs> I mean, it was a good omen. <laughs> All right, let's just get some rest, I guess. It could have been a good omen that we would win. Y'all got enough uh, to stay warm? You all right? Pilgrim, you all right? This one will be just fine. Thank you, Barry, for your hospitality. Anytime. Thank you, Barry. Yeah, by the way, my brother likes to come in uh, about a few hours from now. He'll probably stumble around, eat some stuff out of the icebox. <laughs> so does Ricky. We're used to it. Okay, just a friendly heads up. Skid falls asleep with a big smile on his face. <laughs> I tend to the fire a little and then go to bed. All right. Yeah, you all go to bed. Uh, and then we all jump to Ricky Steele heading back to Roland's place. Roland, Candor, and Ricky, you are all walking together. Wow. What an exciting night that was. Holy shit, I'm drunk as fuck. <laughs> Congratulations. Done well tonight. You're getting jumped. Thank you, Uncle Roland. Uh, yeah. Yes, you've done very well. We're very proud of you. So proud is, you know, that's. I appreciate it. Do home. I hate to ask at this late juncture, but you know, after that song I performed, uh, have either of you stumbled across any leads in Brinchandia? My travels have not proved. Well, my travels have proved fruitless. Candor <clears throat> uh, and uh, and Roland kind of look at each other. Maybe we'll talk when we're back at the house about this. Uh, oh yes, it's fucked me over once before, and not again. <laughs> but I am Ricky, a motherfucking steel. <laughs> They both like kind of put their hands on their shoulders as they're walking like side by side with you. Of course you are, Ricky. That's why we will have something to tell you eventually. Maybe in the morning. Ooh. A juicy story. Something that will help me out. Sounds good. Let's get home. Holy shit, I drank too much. Hey, you guys make it back to you make it back to Roland's place? Um Roland kind of like walks you upstairs, pats you on the back, tucks you into bed, basically, just like old times. <laughs> oh, thank you, Papa. Go on, we'll talk again <laughs> in the morning. And he's he's very happy. He smiles, puts pats on your forehead with his hand, his dragon hand. Heads downstairs, and you kind of hear faintly. You hear Candor and uh, and Roland talking. You hear like some wine pouring, etc. I'll pass the fuck out. All right. And you fall asleep. You all have a long rest. Uh, let's see. 
Anyone know what 2,000 divided by 5 is off the top of their head? 400. 400? Nice. Uh, you each get 400 experience for completing that, uh, little, that little adventure right there. Even Joel, because he didn't win? Yep, even Joel, because he didn't win. He participated. He oh. gets a trophy. <laughs> yeah, that was rude, man. Come on. I don't care. I think TJ probably owes me that for the rude shit that I've said to him over the years. <laughs> that, uh, that was rude? No, oh. it's the opposite of what you were thinking. All right, so you all wake up in the morning, well-rested. Thank God. Uh, none of you are really hungover. Uh, you guys went to bed early enough. Uh, you wake up at about Is my poison condition over? Yes, of course. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you all wake up. You, you're well-rested. Uh, you guys went to bed pretty early, like I'd say, around like you know, 1230. <laughs> Uh, it's probably 8 a.m. right now, so you guys got plenty of sleep. Wakey, wakey, breakfast wine time. <laughs> Immediately back to drinking. <laughs> Some of the hair that bit you last night, Skid. Thank you. Skid will distribute good berries to everyone. Yeah. Pour some wine in Skid's mouth, goes up to the traveler. Yonder, it's feeling better. Well, uh, sort of like, um, I don't know, have you ever lost a fucking basketball game you won to win TJ he'll grab that fucking thing from you and just start sucking on it a little bit and give it back to you spitefully just be like wipe his mouth clean won't say shit no uh, Barry Barry are you up uh, oh yeah yeah would you like a sip of this wine oh I need it that stuff uh, I feel like ass right now is your brother here Huckleberry. Oh, let me look. In the main room on the couch, you see him passed out with some food on him, and he's snoring loudly. Oh, excellent. Really? I'll take a bite or two of whatever he's eating to start yeah, munching uh, on some, that. It's like some uh, knucklehead jerky. Oh, perfect. <laughs> knucklehead anybody. I'll throw some towards Uthrax, some knucklehead uh, jerky. It's good. Homemade. Uh, okay, I'll take a bite. Takes a bite and then passes it to Skid. <laughs> Eats the good berry, looks around. Uh, well, uh, even though if we have a target on our back, what should we do now, today? There's no target on our back. Well, maybe we just be careful. Well, we got a show at seven. Oh, that's right. I don't know about you guys. I want to hit the uh, blacksmith. I need to make some of those keys with the mold I made the other day. That's it. That's the only thing on my docket. Yeah, I, uh, if you'd rather go for something a little, uh, you know, sacrifice a little quality for some, uh, less coin, we could see my buddy Garn at a Black Iron Blades. Uh, kind of depends on what you're looking for, though. Yeah, I mean, and we just ran into a bunch of coin if anybody needs to shop for anything. This is probably the best place to do it. Well, it's early. We could get tattoos. Tattoos. This one will be going to speak to Speaker Duvessa Shane. That is all this one needs to do. Otherwise, this one will join you in any endeavors you might be going upon. What are you going to talk to her about? Good mead, the status of ten towns, Frostmaiden. Barry what did. we could best do, the Duergar. Lay everything out and see what she best recommends. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you going to lay out everything? The Duergar too? Why not? I just didn't know about her. But she's probably... This one will try to judge it. She's probably the best one to tell. If she's the leader of the speakers. And there you go. Barry, are you going to do your bodyguard thing with Grim or no? Yeah, it's going to be the next thing out of my mouth. I, I, to 
be honest, I got kind of a full plate today, but I would, I'd like to do the bodyguard thing. I, I hate to shirk my second might day be, of duty. Might be better, Barry, if this one does it by this oneself. Why is that? As a uh, sign of trust. And good mead, you are very, very helpful, and you're even more helpful here in Branch and Deer, but you have a full plate. This one appreciates it, this one will walk their own path. What do you mean a sign of trust? No, we trust you somewhat, uh, a think... little bit. A sign of trust towards the speaker but of But do you Rooms. trust them? Yes. This one will find out. Shit. Fuck, okay? Okay? Walk your path then, I suppose. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I think uh, for a milk skin, he's a damn good judge of character. What the fuck does that mean? It's a slang for the humans. Oh, okay. Does he like milk a lot? Is it why his skin is that color? It's a joke. Oh. You know, they, humans drink milk a lot, you know. No other mammal does that. Get it? It's kind of stupid. I drank a lot of milk from many <laughs> women in uh, the tribe. All right, that's... Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. You got a full plate, uh, yeah. Barry? What's on your plate? Yeah, decently full. Uh, I promise this guy, and he kind of leans towards uh, Thrax, uh, there's a Bastille bath around here, a hot spring. Uh, we're going to uh, just get a nice soak. And I give him a little, like, nudge, nudge. Oh, uh, yes, we were going to go soak. Uh, if anyone wants to do a soak, uh, I promised him when we were on the road, when it was real cold. Uh, it's, uh, it's just for us. Just us talking about plans. Dinner plans. Things like that. Uh, oh, and, like... Tall people thing. Sorry, Skid. Uh, it's just a thing I have to do with Barry that we it's talk okay. about. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I don't mind. We just got enough money you guys to be able to eat at the restaurant you want to eat at. We have to plan that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Drax, I understand. I understand. Of course you do, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so other than the Bastille, uh, I would like to see that uh, blacksmith we mentioned, Garn. Uh, you remember uh, Idris told us uh, there was a glassblower uh, dwarf who went missing around here and uh, I think Garn and or maybe your sister uh, Elza might know something about him figure ask him if uh, you know how things going that's on my list and then I want to check in on my mom and pa real quick just pop in make sure they're all right and then also re-up on some things uh, figure potions uh, I want to get some colored ink but yeah a little bit but kind of a lot to do you know Okay, and uh, Ricky? Ricky's not here with us. Ricky's not okay. here. I wonder what Ricky's doing. When oh. are we gonna meet him? Oh, final thing too, uh, I did want to talk to uh, Pilgrim as well. Uh, okay, you can do something with everybody but me, I get it. I'm sorry. But... Go ahead. Well, I can give you all a tattoo, maybe maybe after tonight or something. Well, I figure we'll be here a few if days. Maybe. I'm getting more rings. Right, so you guys are at the that you guys you plan out for your day. Yeah. Uh, while you guys are still at the house, uh, you have a knock at your door. Yeah, I walk up to the door, give that a pull open. It is the White Wolves. Oh, the mate. We we're thinking about getting matching tattoos. Heard you were back in town. Actually, saw you last night. So you know, the four of us were thinking of getting something simple. Is uh, you open today? Well, I'll be. Is that the half orc? Yeah, it's the half orc. Uh -huh. Yeah, I would love to do something like we were just talking about that. Uh, yeah, come on in, come on in. All right, and they all kind of motion in, 
uh, me walks in, meets eyes with Skid, kind of like gets scared for a moment, like, Same. oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah, we were just thinking of getting, uh, you know, a little out- outline of a wolf. Just a wolf face, a little simple outline. Oh, yeah, each, of our, each of our forearms. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Something uh, just black. Oh. Yeah, just instant, just a nice outline. Nothing, oh, yeah. nothing too crazy, nothing too, uh, nothing too uh, detailed. Yeah, I should be able to knock that out. Uh, y'all want to do that this afternoon, then? Yeah, whatever time you would offer. Don't you have great? Don't you have time right now? Yeah, if you want, y'all can do whatever you want. I can just knock this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah casual eight thirty in the morning tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like they know that uh, like these uh, like this tattoo would only take like a half hour piece. That's very easy, just line work. And you're pretty good at this already, so it would be yeah. like a, it would be a tool too. Clearly, they were very excited to see you. Are y'all excited to see me? Absolutely. Yeah, that uh, was a fun time. Wasn't yeah, it was a great time. I really enjoyed. That's how that. we knew that you did tattoos. Uh, we talked to, um, God, who was it? I think it was someone who uh, was your mother actually, and she said to go oh. see you about uh, getting tattoos. Yeah, Granny's a master. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, um kind of like goes to the back and begins rifling through setting up some stuff and, and pouring some stuff out uh y'all cool with uh maybe i can catch up with y'all uh maybe uh, I uh mean, what I, I, we could just watch you work i'd like to see how you work maybe just hang it's gonna be a few hours i mean yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine all right all watch right feel free to do your thing you know but just be working okay. uh, so i kind of you know set some shit up and uh start planning all that shit out and Setting them up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, you'll get the things up. You have their cranking chair that, you know, the, you have two levers, uh, two cranks on it. One moves up and down. One moves back. It like leans back and leans forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where you set up all your tattoo things. Um, and uh, they, the the half orc will sit down first. Obviously, he's like he wants to get tatted really bad. He has no tattoos on him, so he's like, oh yeah, I want to get really tatted. All right, this gonna hurt. Oh, they always do. Love to hear that. And he'll put out his forearm and uh, he'll put out his right forearm and just sit there waiting and you can get to work on him. As oh, a fucking baby. As, uh, as I start working on it, I start complimenting him. Like, I really appreciate y'all being, uh, you know, nah, it's rare finding adventurers that have a good uh, politeness and et cetera. And I'm complimenting that. And you can see that I'm actually more just using my uh, flipper to kind of hold the arm. And it's actually a mage hand that is actually doing the tattooing of teal like magic. Cool. Doing it. Yeah, yeah I do have mage hand. So and he, he'll make like conversation with him. Yeah, we're just here. You know, we're doing the thing. We're looking for Yithrin for. Uh, I don't know if you ever guys have been to Cal Denneville at all. Oh yes. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, Yithrin. Uh, got that. Uh, what's her name? That that uh, the mage woman. Uh, I always forget names. You know what I mean? Uh, Avarice, I think it was. Yeah, the one with the horns. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you guys ever hear of Yithrin? I'm sure she probably, if you've met her, that she probably mentioned something about that. We might have heard something about that. I can't really remember, though. Yeah, it's like a, it's some sort of necropolis. Uh, she has us looking for uh, the Codicil of White. Uh, it apparently has a spell or ritual that can carve a passage through the Raid, raid Glacier that uh, leads to there. So I know that's what she's looking for. And I'm sure she's told that to you since, shit, there ain't many of us left in terms of adventuring parties. Yeah, we might get some overlap in terms of uh, requests. Absolutely. Well, you know, if we, you know, we're going to be heading out there. We're going to be heading out to basically into uh, into the tundra to kind of look around, to have a look out there, see if we can find anything to the north uh, near, like you know, Revel's End. Uh, you know, uh, 
Anak Juke's Bell, you know, somewhere around the Sea of Moving Ice. We haven't really, uh, we haven't really dug around there yet. That's, uh, pretty rough terrain out there. Oh, it's alright. Me's fucking great. She's a great scout. She knows what she's doing. Have you seen anything out there in the wild? flushing. Besides some, you know, wild animals, crazy things like that, Yeti, uh, nothing too crazy. Mm, nothing with a face made of light. No, yes, of course we've come around those uh, cold light walkers, I think they're called. Fucking terrifying, guys. We fought one, but then I uh, kind of gave a clear birth from any other ones we've seen so far. Mm. You know, haven't really run out. Uh, we've only seen inklings of the nomadic tribes, but nothing too crazy. Running any Duragar in your travels? No, actually, no. Uh, I know they're around. I know they're looking for Shardlin. Uh We've been tasked with finding some of that, too, but we haven't really gotten any uh, tale on that. Who tasked you to get some of that? Well, we've, heard about, we've heard about it in a couple places. You know, East Haven, uh, when we were there. Cardinavel, uh, as well. We've heard some from there. Uh, Targos. Uh, we've kind of heard it spread about, uh, spread pretty much through a lot of ten towns. Have you been to Dugan's Hole? No, I... What do you think of it there? Well, we didn't stay long. We just went to the tundra there. Did you see wolves? Blue eyes following you? No, we certainly saw the blue eyes, but nothing ever came of it. Speaking of... We did see white wolves out there. Where did you guys get your name? If I don't mean to... Why do you call yourselves white wolves? Oh, we all used to be hunters. At least some of us. Uh... We spend a lot of time on the tundra. Wolf's the best predator of all, so we decide to, you know, follow in that steps. You ever cross paths? You said you saw tribes with uh, wolves. Wolf tribesmen. Oh, not sure what the tribes were. They kind of kept their distance. We kept ours. We didn't really involve ourselves with them. Interesting. I know there's at least four of them. I know wolves are one of them. Yes, they are. Well, we've only went out uh, west a bit. That's what, like I said, we went to Dugan's Hole. We went west from there, checking things out. Uh, you know, you go west enough, you hit the uh, the road into the south road into Brinchandir, and we went west of that. Um, but haven't really haven't really found anything yet, so we're kind of trying north. We're gonna go a little bit north now. Probably head up to uh, Bremen and then head north from there. Good luck. Um... If you find yourselves in Kit Denival, we're gonna rehab a place. Uh, it's called Denev's Rest right now. Always feel free to come and have a warm bed, warm stone. Thank you, appreciate that, brother. I'm rather scared. What? Nothing. Uh, me will nudge your arm and she'll kind of whisper you, I can't read Juidic. What's it say? <laughs> skip, skip blushes. And then he says, the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. Now uh, she very much blushes at this. She's like, thank you. And quietly says thank you and kind of like stands near you, but like, you know, kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very Skittles awkwardly stand stands near you. Like eight inches away and then <laughs> every like 45 minutes accidentally touch our elbow. <laughs> <laughs> 45 minutes? <laughs> yes. yep. I mean, How long yes. are they there, So it happens brother? twice. <laughs> it happens twice in the time. He's playing the long game. Yeah, it happens twice in the time that he's giving tattoos, except during the time when she's getting her tattoo on her forearm. God so, damn. Super confident talking to the orc. Kiss real shy, kiss shy, kiss shy. Orc, where do you come from? 
here, the ten towns. I come from one of the holds uh, in Faerun, south, south of the spine of the world. Mm. So not pure orc blood? No, not at all. Half human. Mm. Interesting. Alright, uh, Anthrax just sits against the wall. Yeah. The word's just kind of sitting there. He's obviously looking around for Ricky Steele, but does not see him, so he's kind of disappointed. So he just <laughs> he just sits there quietly, basically, for the most part. And uh, Golan, the human that uh, passed out, he looks miserable. He looks like he's very hungover still. And so like, while you're tagging him, he's just like kind of like dozing off a little bit. <laughs> like hard to have keep a conversation with them. Is, like, is he he's losing like, a little bit too much blood? Yeah, he looks very fucked up. Like he looks very like hungover. Like he looks like shit. His hair is disheveled and all that. While I'm tattooing yes. him, I'm like, I feel you, brother. That pink shit is uh, too much. All right, and uh, Pilgrim, did you at some point leave to go to uh, to the speaker at this point? Uh, if I if I would understand that the speakers would be available in the morning and um, oh, at least eight a.m. That's when uh, the city springs awake. And I would have uh, taken my leave. Okay, so Pilgrim is gone. We'll jump to Ricky Steele first. Uh, Ricky, you wake up in your old bed. Uh, at your uncle's house. Holy shit. <laughs> when did we get in last night? One time I woke up at Elliot's house in Kansas City and I had no idea where I was at and I'm picturing Elliot doing the same thing. <laughs> that happened to me at Evan's house too. <laughs> <laughs> but I woke up in like Elliot's like childhood bed. He slept on the couch. I think, yeah, I slept on the couch and uh, our other two friends slept on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on the floor of the guest room. No, I was in Elliot's bed and I woke up like Elliot and I said, like, where the fuck am I at? <laughs> Oh, oh! I'm at home. Okay, good on you, Ricky. We've got this together. I guess you every morning, brother. <laughs> oh, you mean at wait? You mean at one p.m.? <laughs> yes. One p.m. is generous, mm-hmm. brother. Life imitating art. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll head downstairs and uh, life, too. head downstairs and see if my uncle is wait. awake or if Candor is still around. Uh, yeah. You start heading down the stairs and you hear. And you hear some laughing. They're still talking from last night. <laughs> Holy shit, are both of you still awake? Let's see where I go. Oh, yes, Ricky. Of course we are. Let's see we have a lot to catch up on. It's good to have you home. Come on, take a seat. Come on, take a seat. Let's see where I got this from. Coffee or alcohol? Coffee, preferably. Eh, maybe Irish. Maybe... If who would drink whiskey in Faerun? I do. <laughs> Maybe bolder it up a bit. <laughs> All right, Ricky, I will. And he'll, uh, he taps like the small uh, wrench on the table, and you hear some mechanics whirring behind him. And uh, that cart with four legs walks out, and on top of it is a coffee with, uh, with bourbon in it. Oh, grab it and drink it slowly. Good morning, Ricky. I hope you're ready for the show tonight, because I certainly I think I'm going to be pulling a long one. You most likely are. Hopefully you're not into too much trouble again, Kendall. I can never get in trouble, not in this day and age, not while I have, uh, you know, Calvin's comfort, and I don't know, everyone knows me as sort of lush anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Living a good life. Well, I'm definitely prepared. I have a song ready to go. Uh old one, but I don't think I've ever performed it for anyone, so we'll see how that goes over the crowd. Anyways, uh, 
Are you two both okay? It seems like you stayed up all night. Yes, we did. Uh, we did not want to uh, tell you anything. Last night we had to discuss some things. It's quite all right. Well, if you do uh, have anything to tell me, what, what were we talking about? Oh, probably uh, leads towards my general investigation about my father. Any of you... Uh, I know we shouldn't speak too loudly about it, but any of you find anything? I've been about Goodmead, Kid, Inneval, Kier, Koenig, East Haven, even Dunig's Hole. Dugan's Hole. Couldn't find anything. Listen, we think it would be better if you played your show that so your mind is clear first. We can tell you tomorrow or even tonight. I think you're both making excuses because you're drunk and can't remember what you think. I think I'm drunk because I don't want to tell you yet. It's a good enough excuse for <laughs> me. As I would probably make the same excuse to you. <laughs> well. Yes, come now. Just let us, you know, have this one day with you where you're not going to be hampered by such... Oh... Thoughts. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Something like that. Yes, you're both quite wasted. <laughs> All right. I'll finish this coffee with you, but then I've got to go find my compatriots. The Pathwalkers are quite a good team. Rookie, I can't wait to come to the show, too, because there's something important, a new device I'd like to try out. Oh, I'm shit. very excited. It's not going to explode. It's not going to explode. I've tried it already and it works. It's not going to fuck anyone up. It's, it's going not to... going to fuck anyone up, but that's why I need you at your best. Also, I'm tell you, I'll wait till you sober up and let him ask you then. I will probably be taking a nap soon. <laughs> For the best, Uncle. Yeah. There's not too much else. It's just, you know, catch up about recent events. I'll tell you about my compatriots in brief. They're all quite... Powerful in their own right. Uh, I believe that Barry somehow went to, uh, I can't remember his name, a local wizarding boarding school. And uh, he didn't graduate, but he's still quite good at magic. And Grim, you should see him heal. I don't know where he pulls his power from. Anyways, finish this drink and then I'll head out probably to the Den of Inquities. See Barry Parker and uh, see what's going on. Dinquities. Very good. We will. Dinquities. We will certainly see you tonight, Ricky. I'm looking forward to seeing you play again. Yes. Might be another sad show, but, uh, you know, I'll make it work. Don't you worry. The comfort of Calvin's will be ready for you whenever. All right. <laughs> Sounds quite good. Cheers. Uh, have a good drinking day, my, my youngest friend. <laughs> Cheers, Kendall. I hope you're uh, ready to open your bar. <laughs> These fools. I have people to do this for me nowadays. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's all right. Well, cheers to both of you. Little cheers, yeah. And uh, yeah, you drink and then you're free to leave and you head towards the Den of Inquities. Uh, I'd say since it's like about 8.30 in the morning, about the same time as them, uh, you return and you see the White Wolves being tattooed. You see Skid awkwardly nudging it to me at some points. You see, you know, uh, you hear most of the things that the half-orc Myax is saying uh, in conversation to Barry and Thrax, etc. All done with your gelatinous cube. <laughs> Just kidding. It turned out great. Uh, now, we will jump over to Pilgrim. Pilgrim, you're heading to the speakers. 
the speakers, uh, the speaker is found at the town hall in the center of town. Uh, so right at the, you know, right in the middle, it's the biggest building. It's the ornate building. As the, the largely in the middle has the flag of Bryn Chandir, and then, uh, then in, sorry, burp. Uh, then in descending, uh, descending down one of the peaks is the, uh, <laughs> the different, uh, flags of ten towns. Uh, you enter, uh, it is busy as always, uh, there's a lot of people moving about, there's a lot of attendants here, um, you're greeted almost immediately. Hello, sir, welcome, hello, welcome, uh, can we help you with anything, uh, welcome to the town hall. Uh, greetings and hello, and thank you for your, uh, Hospitality. This one is uh, the speaker of Goodmead, and this one just wishes to speak to uh, Duvessa Shane. Oh my! Right away. Absolutely. Hold on one second, and he'll clap his hands. A couple of attendants come up. Please, uh, please uh, get to Speaker Shane immediately. The speaker from uh, the new speaker, I should say, uh, Goodmead is has arrived. Please go let her know. Thank you. Um, right this way, sir. Please. Yes, 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 yes. And I'll take you through this elaborate building. Uh, there's offices uh it looks like a lot of like paperwork's being done uh, a lot of uh almost libraries a grand library to your right uh, there's a large meeting halls multiple meeting halls uh, and then you head up these grand stairs at the back of the room it goes upstairs uh and there's an ornate door at the top and that is clearly leading into the speaker's offices you enter through those doors there's a reception area uh the this has a large red carpet uh very nice furniture uh, paintings of the previous speakers surround the room, and uh, currently at the closest one to the door is a portrait of Speaker Devessa Shane, and uh, sitting at the at one of the tables doing a mountain of paperwork uh, is Sheriff Markham Southwell, who's a dark-skinned human. He is sitting there poring over papers, stamping like repeatedly. Uh, he's seemingly frustrated. He obviously hates doing paperwork. He's grumbling. Oh, you must be the new one, the new speaker, yeah. This one is new. And he'll stand up and put out his hand to shake your hand. A pleasure to meet you. Greetings. My name's uh, Sheriff Southwell. An absolute pleasure. Likewise. Uh, pardon me, I just have some paperwork to do. Uh, you can go right in. I've already spoken with her. She's just waiting for you. You said Southwell. Yes, Southwell. The pleasure is mine. Thank you, sir. Hop in and... And yeah, I'll go in. You walk in, uh, sitting at this grand desk made of very fine wood. Uh, once again, the tapestry hangs large of Rinchandir behind her. Uh, you see a very young girl, a very young human girl, uh, probably around the age of 18 or 19. And she is wearing a very ornate fur cloak with uh, blue and golden, uh, t uh, basically tabard. Uh, and it's almost, uh, let's see, it's a long dress, essentially, as a tabard. And she is sitting behind the desk. She is wearing very bright gold earrings and looks very, very powerful. Greetings. Hello, sit down. I, I believe you are, you are uh, the one that they call Pilgrim, yes? This one is called that. They'll call this one what you will. Yes, I've heard that as well. Uh, I saw the, <laughs> the paper that came by. Uh, it was <laughs> an incredible title, if I do say so myself. But um, from what I've heard from many of the other speakers... Um, they, uh, you have a, quite a reputation of doing very good uh, across ten towns, and I cannot, uh, I cannot say how much I appreciate it at, at, at the most. Um, especially, uh, you guys have basically broken some of the old rivalries, um, or just straight up ignored them. I, I appreciate that. That's been the biggest thorn in my side. Um, just the 
bickering of ten towns uh, when obviously this is a time that we need to be standing together. Um, someone who came in personally, uh, Speaker Adria Dermut. She came and spoke very highly of you and could not recommend you enough. Uh, I also thank you for getting her back in the fold. She has not shown up to the moot in God knows how long and she said she would assuredly be there this time uh, if anything to support your claim to what you wanted. I appreciate that as well too. So I'm glad that you've already made a name for yourself in Ten Towns and I only hope that you can do more. Uh, this one is flatter though. This one cannot take any of the credits. Uh, this one travels with very, very strong individuals who walk their own path, and we are fortunate to have a path that we all share. And the path that we share is hopefully one that will better Ten Towns, and that is why this one is there, is here. This one is curious. What do you know of the Frost Maiden? Well, the Frost Maiden is, you know, Oral, we know her name. We know that there are supporters of her, even within the speakers. Certain speakers. Uh, You're the most agendas. powerful speaker in Ten Towns. You know more than anyone else. You are the leader. Do not give me information that I. The, do not give this one information that this one already knows. This one has a limited amount of time. The Pathwalkers are busy. Now, what can this one do to help Ten Towns? This one is short of time. We are short of time. Ten Towns is short of time. This one appreciates your youth and understands that you are burdened. This one is not here for pleasantries. This one is here for business. Understood, and I appreciate that. So I'll start off here. We have not located where the Frost Maiden is at. If we had, we'd already be sending out troops upon troops to kill her. Um, I'm assuming that there is something more at foot here, something more, um, we need some sort of more powerful magic or something to discern its or her location. My guess is somewhere uh, far, far to the northeast as we have people pouring over most of the area, sea of moving ice, etc. Um, I have heard whispers, I don't know for definitively, of Durgar. I do not think that they're working together. Uh, the Durgar and the Frostmaiden are yes. not working together. Okay, then you know a little No, more no, that was a question. This one apologizes. You, you do not assume that the Dwergar and the Frostmaiden are working together. No, the Dwergar, I believe, are doing something more savage. I think they're trying to take advantage of our weakness right now, and I believe they're building something to destroy us. That is what I know. I know what that is are... the most immediate threat to the Ten Towns? Immediate threat, when I would say the Durgar. With the Durgar threat, uh, if they annihilate us, in a way... They will defeat us, and the Frostman will just clean up the remains. Yet, it's a tandem situation where they are attacking the Dwergar, that is, because of the Frost Maiden making the Ten Towns so weak. Yes, we are fighting a war on two fronts here. The Frost Maiden, we do not have as much information as we'd like on it. However, we think the Dwergar may have some more information on that. I'd imagine that they might. They seem to know a little bit more. They know how to stay hidden. Uh, I know they can turn invisible. I know all that things. I know that they've set up fortresses outside of many of Ten Towns. This one knows more about their fortresses. You're speaking information that this one already knows. This one can share it with you, and this one apologizes for being rude, but this one feels as though we're short of time. We Tell are. this one what you would like to happen. We need to eliminate the Durgar threat, and then we can move against the Frostman in, in earnest. 
The Durgar are harvesting Charlene. They're building something massive. That's what we found out. And that thing massive will destroy ten towns. We have tortured a few Durgar. We have found that we know this is what is to be true. I'll tell you that in earnest. Yvesa, this one apologizes for being curt. But this one is scared because this one sees paths that end in icy obfuscation, icy wilderness, and icy blue that never ends. This one has a responsibility not only for Goodmead, but this one has a responsibility for the Pathwalkers, who, while this one is not considered to be the father of, this one cares about. So this one apologizes for the curtness, but this one wants to know what we should do. We're a powerful force. We have swept your city's uh, traditions. Clearly, you know of Ricky Steele and uh, Barry Paca and their families as well. We can make things happen, but we need to know what to do. This one will absolutely tell the party to search out the Dwargar and take them out. But this one is concerned about the Frost Maiden and the growing threat. The Frost Maiden is not necessarily a growing threat. The Frost Maiden has held this over two, two t- ten towns for two years already. I'm not very much concerned two with Two years that. too long, this one thinks. Two years too long indeed. But the only people acting against us right now, rather than just maintaining a certain winter, are the Durgar. You allow the Frost Maiden's army and the Frost Maiden's power to grow. Just because an enemy does not immediately attack you does not mean that they are planning and plotting. Aye, but we also do not have, say, the magic means to actually find the Frost Maiden. This one understands, but this one is here to help with you. Just please understand that our paths are obfuscated in the future. That is fine. I understand. I can tell you right now, though, if whatever crazy machine that the Durgar are building comes to ten towns, we will not survive the next winter. We will not survive the next fucking month. I'll tell you that right now. If we lose the manpower, that we, the, what manpower we have left from the never-ending winter, I can guarantee you that every one of ten towns will die. This one understands, and this one appreciates their honesty. Um, Speaker Shane. Um... And this one again apologizes for any curtness that might have come across. I do not take anything as curt that you are saying. In fact, I welcome it. We've been looking for Sunblight. We have heard that word mentioned a few, multiple times from the Durgar we have captured. We do not know where it is, and we would like to mount an offense against it rather than waiting for them to attack us. This one only has one more request. Yes. This one cannot simultaneously... 100% be at Goodmead and watch after a place that has called upon this one to protect it and simultaneously travel with the Pathwalkers to take care of the Durgar threat. This one only asks for a strong alliance between Goodmead and Bren, uh, Bren Shandir. Thank you. <laughs> Bren Shandir. I will agree to these terms. Absolutely. Then this one promises with 100% certainty the Dwergar threat will be immediately taken care of as soon as it's possible to be taken care of by the Pathwalkers. Excellent. We do have a moot coming up. I believe you you should have heard from it. I had sent word to Goodmead. The meeting of the speakers. I believe it's in about two, three weeks now. 
This one cannot promise that this one will be there if this one is taking care of more important threats. Please excuse my absence, if that were to be the Understood. situation. Um, I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing, assuming you have a way of getting to, I believe, Olavesa is the one uh, maintaining while you're away. Um, Olavesa and perhaps... Uh, Lesser Grey. Uh, yes, Lesser Grey, that's correct. This one prefers to trust Lesser Grey. Understood. Olavesa is the one who gave the position to this one. And if this one may speak frankly, he'll kind of like bow a little bit, like kind of looking like, you know, like, I mean, I'm wearing glasses, the pilgrims wear glasses, but like looking down, like, can I yes. trust you? She'll this one's ahead. not sure about Olavesa. They gave this one the possession of the speaker position. I understand. Well, and that's the case. Then we will have a way to be in contact with Lesser Grey. In the case that you are not there, and he will feed you reports from the room itself where the speakers are meeting, so you'll be kept up to date. And if you can, and possible, give real-time uh, suggestions and or input to what we are speaking about together so that you're at least there in some way. Um, if you have information about the Durgar, etc., and something like that, we need a reason to... We need some way to make sure that 10 towns are together. Now, I know that some of the places that you've already visited, they have all claimed alliance. They have been way more favorable with us considerably more favorable with make, forming an alliance of ten towns. There are just a few places left. Two of them are very large, Termalines specifically. Targos, Bremen. Those places still need, like, they are still hesitant. Lonelywood is its own small area, but they are they are also hesitant as well. But we just need a way to make sure that this, that we can come together, especially if there's a growing threat coming our way. Speaker, this one wants nothing more than for all of Ten Towns to walk upon the same path of prosperity. Nonetheless, this one is skeptical, for this one has heard of different speakers asking for the detriment of other ten ta towns within Ten Towns. So, until we secure the safety of Ten Towns, this one is very skeptical of any sort of alliances until we can be sure that the endless winter has been ended. Absolutely. Now, this one also wants to say, your age betrays you. You are wise beyond your ears, and you seem very capable. And this one is very happy to be in your presence. Thank you. I appreciate that. That my being said, oh, this one apologizes. Continue. My main goal for this, the reason why I want to unite 10 towns, I mean, we have this nasty business of the lottery. I'm sure you've seen it before. We have this nasty business of burning wood, wasting fire, wasting food that would much be better be served to just supplying ten towns. The reason I needed speakers is to be on all of our sides. Our sides, I'm assuming, is that you do not approve of these methods either, and you clearly do not approve of the Frost Maiden either. What will help us have longevity will help us beat the Frost. The Frost Maiden's curse is not going to do anything different. We've had people escape the lottery and haven't sacrificed anyone. Granted, those people have been showing up dead lately, but they are, you know, for a while, we were not giving any sacrifice. The winter did not get any worse. So there is some sort of misbegotten belief amongst the populace, and putting a firm hand to that from the speakers, I think, would put an end to that. If we can foster trade throughout 10 towns, we could actually weather this storm a lot better. It would become a lot less imperative of the initial destruction, and we could survive it while we find the Frost Maiden. We walk the same paths. This one will offer this. Goodmead will offer a 25% increase of trade of our mead towards Brinch and Deer. 
as a sign of good showing that the sacrifices do not work and that we should stop executing others as a way to end the endless winter. It'll be a, a bit of a slow crawl along a path, but it will be a path towards the unnecessary, or the end of the unnecessary bloodshed. I know that Speaker Torvis, I know that Speaker Edra, Edgra, sorry. I know, I know that who I'm dealing with in Cardinavel, the Black Swords. I think all these cities will be willing to give up their sacrifices. The sacrifices should end. The Black Swords have agreed to protect the path to Karakonig as they are in the way. Say, should there be any repercussions, I will send you 50 of my militia to Goodmead to make sure that nothing happens there either. Because what I'm very concerned about is not necessarily creatures of evil or sorcerers, but it's civilians themselves uprising against this religious mockery. Agreed. This one appreciates your honesty, and this one appreciates your sign of good gesture. And this one also does not want to take up any of your time. We walk the same path. I understand. Call this one what you will. This one appreciates you. And may you walk your path. And may we walk the path into a glorious, bright future. She stands up, bows to you, and extends her hand. I'll bow and then extend my hand. I guess, is she trying to shake my hand? Yes. Sweet. It is a pleasure to have you as a speaker, a fellow member of someone who is fighting against this, who is trying to fight for the survival of Ten Towns. I would love to meet your companions, perhaps tomorrow for lunch. We can meet up for something small, quick. This one wishes that was the case, but this one thinks that we need to move quickly. Understood. Then so be it. I'll meet them eventually, uh, perhaps in passing, but us. Excellent. Thank you so much. And I'll shake her hand and say, for 10 towns. For 10 towns. And I'll like grip her hand a little bit, a little bit too long when I say for 10 towns and make sure that like she's doing this for 10 towns. Her like, gaze, she seems her very gaze does not move from her eyes. Uh, yeah. she, I'm I mean, not trying to be intimidating. I'm just trying absolutely. to read that like if, if there's anything else happening with her, like... From uh, her, from your, her reputation. Her conversation seems like she really fucking cares. So for her reputation, uh, she, the reputation that you can gather, at least from what you've seen from Ten Towns, etc., what you've even met from the other speakers, is that people kind of mock her a little bit because of her age. Right. But she is more firm in supporting Ten Towns than anyone else. Sick. She is primarily benevolent, like 100%. Like, especially with Bryn Shandir, it's the safest place in all of Ten Towns. She makes sure it stays that way. Like... There's a lot going on where she is supporting a lot of Ten Towns. Make sure trade stays open, especially from the south, where trade will come into Ten Towns from Southern Faerun. And, you know, say, like, any of those areas, like, that are along the spine of the world. Yeah, then if I get that sense, then I'll shake her hand and I'll walk out and head back to the, uh, to, um, the uh, Den of Inquities, sorry. And uh, as you're walking out, Sheriff Markham, Ten Towns Triumph. I'll, like, bow to you. Oh, hell yeah. Then I'll do that same fucking thing they do. Uh, yeah. Ten Towns Triumph. That's yeah. sick. And <laughs> yeah, and then you you will dip. That was dope. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you're heading back to Den of Inquity? 
while we're there, Thrax looks at Skid and goes, Hey, we haven't sacrificed anything in a while. Uh, let's perhaps spill some of our blood with a new tattoo. We could just get a, a quick, simple one after the white wolves are done. Yes, no wolves, right? They yeah, stole our yeah, idea. Yeah, they do wolves. We can't do wolves back to back. Maybe, uh, Crunch? <laughs> he watches an eye. He watches us all. I've got an idea. What about both of you get a little berry? You show up at their place? Yeah, you're not. Yes. I mean, it's been I don't know. slinks in the door yeah. quietly. That. <laughs> That's what he says when he opens the door. He cracks it open. Oh, Comedically shit. timed, yeah. Uh, it was a good berry. What I got? No. I got a lot of ideas for burying a tattoo. Maybe we'll put that one on the docket. But this one can match. Where should we get it? Uh, we could get it on our chest in the middle of our sternum and our shoulder cap. Pretty we good. We could get uh, on the back of our neck. Ooh, I like that. We could do it on the side of our neck. Oh, uh, that sounds great. Plus it'll hurt. Yes. Make the sacrifice of blood better. I think uh, the neck bleeds more and sacrifice is what we need more of. From breath to blood. From blood to earth. Let's do it. Barry, do you think you can put us on the docket? There'll be quick ones. Yeah, absolutely. I just think uh, anyone who's going to do a soak uh, should do that first. Better to... If you're going to take a dip, better to get the tattoo after that. You don't want to expose that to, you know, whatever. What if it's on the neck? So you don't have to submerge Uh, I guess that'd be fine. Yeah, that's fine. But not not for me to put you out. Seeing them get tattooed makes me really want to. Well, I just thought because he had his stuff out, I didn't want to do it. You know, I thought yeah. this would be convenient. You can do it tonight or tomorrow or something. Don't, no, no rush. All right, uh, we'll wait. We don't want to show them up again. Okay, you know? yeah, 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 you're right. Oh my god! Because they're getting that silly wolf and the easy parts. Hey, these are some uh, respectable rat catchers here, and puts his arm around uh, the half orc. With the pink eyes. Yeah, he he left. <laughs> yeah. Well, appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot for this one. Uh, how much do you charge here? Oh, uh, yeah, I do it by the hour. Uh, it's gonna be uh, 15 gold an hour. I think it took you all about what, two hours there. So yeah, 25 gold. That's fine. Yeah. T- two hours. Thank you. And they'll tip you. They'll tip you 15 gold. Too. Sweet. Yeah, 40. You can throw 40 in the pot. Uh, as they're walking out, uh, getting uh, in your hand, you feel a little press. And there is a white bead in there that came from her hair. And uh, she goes, see you at the show tonight. And leaves. This kid gets red as fuck. Has anyone noticed this yet? Or is this still been kind of I like think She talks so quietly. Uh, like and we're small folk. And yeah. T- yeah, they're both tiny. You guys are like towering over them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very, like, like very slight of hand. Yeah. Just a, a white bead? Yeah, white beads. Because she has white beads in her hair that hold her braids together. So she gave you one of those. Smell before he puts it in his bag. Pine. Smells like pine. I love how pine smells. Ricky, are you pretty uh, perceptive? I feel like if Pilgrim was here, he'd be picking up on that shit. Even if Ricky's deal had seen what was going on, he's not saying it fucking. Yeah, he's. Alright, got it. He's pretty zip. I got it. Yeah, Barry wouldn't get it, and he's like. Where'd you put the bead? Where I keep my good berries. I got a bag. I got a. Necklace around my uh, neck that has two bags on it. One has my magic stones and one has my good berries. Mm-hmm. Bruh, kid, what, what just happened there? What that tiny one give you? I'll tell you later, I promise. Hmm. And I'm walking out, uh, the word will, as you know, as 
Ricky Steele walks in and they're walking out. They're like, I'll see you at the show tonight. I cannot wait. You put on an excellent performance last night. I am enamored by that. You'll be enamored by more than that tonight. <laughs> I trust you. And Ricky Steele gives him a TJ wing. Get the TJ wing? Okay. Well, you know, we're staying in town because two of us wanted to see a show and she'll like, he'll like give the nod to the, the small folk and just like, See you there. Then take a walk. Yeah. Enjoy the ink. Uh, spread the pocket name. Yeah, they're all like, oh, when they got out the door, they all compare them with their forums. Like, hey, cool. Like, this is awesome. Tell them not to go swimming. <laughs> I mean, <it's> soaking. <laughs> yeah. Last few years, that ain't. Negative 80 outside. Yeah, last few. Yeah. Don't, don't jump in the yeah, pool. Yeah, last few years, that hasn't been much of a problem, sadly. So. Speaking of that, though, whenever you're ready, buddy, we can go take that soak. Uh, you know? uh, Anyone else who wants to can obviously come. No, uh, they but... can't. <laughs> no, they can't. No, they can't. You guys, no, no, you guys go enjoy that. Just... I'm going to hit the blacksmith while you guys are gone. Yeah, about this time, uh, Pilgrim also walks in the door, coming from his meeting. Oh, shit, Grim, how'd it go? Uh, it was interesting. Uh... This one thinks very highly of... Is Ricky here? Hello. Yeah, Ricky's there. Is Ricky here? Yes. He's right there. He's one <laughs> He's behind that door over there. This one thinks very highly of all of you. And this one truly believes, as the paths have conveyed to this one, that you are all pathwalkers, and this one is only here to help you along that path. You will decide what happens to Ten Towns. You're being weird, what's up? This one is nervous because this one thinks that the Dwergar threat needs to be taken care of sooner rather than later. We killed oh, so many already. Thrax, you and this one both know that there are larger areas where they convene. Quite a bit more. I don't know if we're strong enough to take them. This one is not sure if this is a matter of strength. This one believes that this is our path. Whether or not you agree, this one understands either way. Man, this kid was having so much fun last night. He, I, I, it was driven from my mind for a while, to be honest. Yeah, that's sort of serious. We, were, yeah, we just shit. got these cool pins. Fuck, it's a downer. It's not a downer. It's a sign that the paths favor all of you. What happened with this beaker? The speaker is very capable and she is very much of the same mind of us, but she is tied to where she is. Does she know? Does she have she good info? She knows everything that we do. You told her about the fortress in the mountains? Well... You told her we have a stone that can lead us to the sunlight? Specifics were left out, let's say. Okay. Well, it appears that you, Grim, have become quite an astute politician. Yeah. It's not about... Being a politician, it's about walking the path that's in front of you. And whether or not that path needs to be obfuscated for you to walk it, or for it needs to be lit in a certain way. Obfuscated? Blocked. Blocked. By sight. A little blurry. Did she have babies there that she was kissing? Well, she was 16, so no. Well, no, I mean just to do speaker things as we understand them. Pathetician. Thrax. Well, I appreciate your sentiment as to what speakers do. It's not always just that. And I, this one speaks not from their own position. 
but this one does think that the Pathwalkers need to make a move soon. Well, we got the map. We got the stone. Wait. We have the backing of Bryn Shandir behind us. Skid will pull out the bloodstone. Look around. It's just us and and uh, Barry's siblings, right? I think he's yeah, asleep. I think just just Huck is out cold. Yeah, right? he's sleeping on the couch still. He has not woken up through all this. He'll hold the bloodstone and focus on it and try to activate it. The bloodstone that leads to the nearest sunblock. Alrighty. Let me see here. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man. Uh, yeah, you know that the closest one is in Targos. It and it's just like you know exactly where he is. It comes in, like, warms you. It's a flash of just information. It's just something that... is a flash of information, and you can actually picture where he is. You kind of see a mental image of it. Yes. In Targos. Do you see the person? Yeah, you can detect exactly who it is. So you know which member of the family it is. Yeah, you've you've felt this presence before. You've actually met this person, and he escaped you. What's his fucking name, Darth? Oh, man. (laughs) Darth is Zardok. It's not Zardok. I think it's Darth. Yeah. We're looking Darth. at, uh, as the Pilgrim was saying, like this kind of information <laughs> fucking, uh, it seems like Skid just pulls out the stone and just like eyes roll yeah, back to his head. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm like, well, we got the map and we got the stone. Right. Wait. Just, yeah. And then he just, <laughs> he just freezes. He <laughs> just freezes yeah, in yeah. place. I'm just going to walk in front of my brother to block his vision sure. in case he wakes up. It's Can't like, trust him. Yeah. Uh, you know, just in case as this craziness is happening. That is Dearth. Yes, Dearth, Dearth Sunblight. You know, it's exactly him. I'll zoink back in. <gasps> this thing that we got for trading that culture. We know where Sunblights are. I just fucking saw him. Dearth is in Targos. I can pick out exactly where he was. That's not far from here. It's not far from here, but I'm just saying. Grim's talking about these things like they're imminent and... We actually got some fucking tools to go against them. We're kind of equipped a little bit. Grim? This one has the utmost faith in what you, the Pathwalkers, decide to do. And this one has been nothing but an adamant supporter of what you do. But like, you walk the paths too, right? Yes. Why is it separate? We are the Pathwalkers, not, not us and you. It's not separate. We. I follow you and help you. We're together. Yes, this one follows you and helps you, right? Yeah. This one doesn't use first-person pronouns. We're together. So we have finished our business here today. Watch a rockin' show tonight. Watch a rockin' show tonight, performed by none other than your favorite, Ricky Steele. And then tomorrow, we head for Targos and murder this little motherfucker. Jesus fuck. But soon we... This one believes that we must do an all-out assault with whatever allies that we have upon the Dwergar outpost that we're aware of. If that's what you think the plan is, then you gotta go fill her in on what we know about the map and where everything is. She says they're looking at the place where everything is. We can tell them, hey, this is exactly where their hideout is. Oh, we can just wait, but if you want to get numbers... You know, we know where they are. Skid 
bitch. <laughs> uh, Pilgrim smiles when he calls him bitch. You are small, of stature, and this one has seen you do grand things. This one believes that by us going in with a small force, we will do grander things based on your strength, based on Thrax's strength, thanks on Barry's skills, thanks on Ricky's voice and Ricky's abilities. Greater than we could do if we asked for help. Help will be surrounding the other 10 towns. Yeah, I used to, uh, you know, what's stronger? And he'll hold up his hand and he's only... Do Goblin have five digits or just four? I like to think <laughs> they have four. Sure, whatever you want. I don't care. It's just, just for this, it'll be five. What's stronger, five or one? And then he closes his fist. One. One pack. One pack. Well, if we're going to be doing this, then can we at least enjoy today? Since it seems like there's going to be a lot of shit moving forward. This will be the last day of fun and relaxation. Soaking it in. Soak it, shop it, watch the show. Soak, shop, show. Soak, shop, show is the path for now. (laughs) SSS. (laughs) Alright, so you guys all decide to head out in different directions. I believe uh, Barry and Thrax going to the bathhouse, Bastille Baths. Uh, Those are located on the east side of the town center. And the rest of you are going to pop into uh, basically the shopping area, the mercantile area, where you find Amos Arcanics, Tongan Hammer, Golden Curios, Emeralds and Eventide, and Thread and Needle. Uh, you also find Black Iron Blades, which is the mass production uh, place where a bunch of adventurers swear that this is the shittiest equipment that they've ever used. This place sucks. But they do have a buy one, get one free sale going on, so there is that. Uh, this <laughs> DJ... Wearing Morpheus glasses over there. Oh He's my insane. god. Uh, Alright, let's start with Barry and uh, Barry and Thrax. You guys head uh, south and then east uh, down the main roads. The main roads through Brinchandir. The baths are right off the main road as well. Uh, it takes you probably only like 10 minutes to get there. And you guys arrive at the bathhouse. The bathhouse is very, very large. There's changing rooms. There's uh, saunas. There are large bathrooms of heated and cold water baths uh there are cleaning rooms etc uh there's a massage parlor at everything everything you can imagine that's a normal bathhouse barry to learn to you know swim uh, do i go naked yeah it kind of depends on the establishment but uh yeah i think whatever you feel here uh i imagine we go up to yes. the to the front and uh, you'll get yeah it's uh 10 gold a piece and so you get uh you get certain aromatics soaps and towels. Do you have and access to the place? Uh, while we're buying these soaps and things, uh, uh, person, do you have something that, in case I start falling into the water, sinking, uh, that will keep me afloat for my arms or some sort uh, of a thing to hold on to? I'm sorry, what? He's he's joking. Huh? Don't, don't worry about it, man. I, I don't. Uh, I would hope that the bass are not deep enough for you could drown, but you'll uh, be, be fine. If you're that worried. Uh, yeah, sure. Hold on one second. He rummages around, and uh, he's got a pair of water wings for you that he blows up, <laughs> and just staring at you while blowing them up. Do they only go up to like my wrist? Yeah, yeah. yeah. These yeah, should I help should. you feel safe. Thank you. Put some on. <laughs> That's not that you. Okay, takes your twenty gold and sends you on your way. All right. Uh, yeah, I think uh, there's a spring this way. 
Alright. Yeah, there's like it's large uh, underground hot spring, so it comes up and there's like the baths themselves. It's very ornately done, it's very nice. Uh a lot of tiles, uh basically a lot of tiles in the one pool and then you could see in the uh cold pool there's like slots for like ice blocks, so it's like you go from hot to cold if you would like. Absolutely. Imagine Thrax will let Barry walk into the pool first and slowly go one foot next. Yes. The the water only comes up to about uh your the deepest part comes up about but just above your belly buttons. I think Barry uh, has a towel, removes that, removes everything, leaves it in a corner, gets no. In the there's pool. there's lockers, I guess. Okay. Some chests, or whatever you want to call it in D and D world. Yeah, there's a great there's a great a great feeling. Uh, oh man, I think Huck farted again. Uh, there's a great. Uh, uh, sense of like relief in Barry's eyes as he's like floating in the water and uh, come on buddy it's, it won't bite you do I just fall in with on my chest then uh, no uh, I'd say uh, there should be is there a place where you can just walk yeah in? there's definitely stairs yeah <laughs> just like I guide him over to the where the stairs are one foot at t- like tippy toe in slowly I'm, are you sure Barry yeah you got this my, my friend have you ever had hot water on your body, Thrax? Uh, unless if there's hot water that would have been in around Ten Towns during the summer, maybe. Oh like yeah, on the yeah, side. In the past. yeah. Yeah, in the past. I guess you could go swimming with like lukewarm water, like you know, or like, like never like, at least like putting bath water on bath it. Water, but this is like hot bath water. No, yeah, no, this no, is no, like no, a hot tub, like heat. Are you sure it won't melt my skin off? You'll be fine, buddy. Starts going in and then. He's like getting ready to jump, holding his hands up, and then he will sort of fall chest first into the water. His legs go up behind his back, and he starts like uh, flailing, putting his arms. Oh, Barry, Barry, I'm going to drown. Help me, help me. <laughs> yeah, you're fine, buddy. It's only a few feet deep. You're fine. Here, grab this. And uh, he has a mug. Uh, grab his shell towards the top of it. Now kick your legs. Kick your legs, buddy. Yes, yeah. I'm going to drown, Oh, no, no, you're fine, you're fine. And kind of holds his torso up while he kicks his legs out. I'm going to sink into the water. Yeah. And, and eventually, over time, he slowly lets him, like, releases his hands from his shell a bit, and, and uh, he's swimming on his, he's kicking on his own a little, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you are enough of an adventure where it's like, yes, you've never swam before, but you do float, and you're doggy paddling, and you have the little floats on your wrists. So it's holding your head up above water easy enough because you're strong enough to hold your head up above water. You're like, <laughs> but you are you are moving slowly, but you are potentially swimming with a doggy paddle. I am a swimmer now, Barry. Look at me. <laughs> Don't fight it. That's the key. <laughs> Action surge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, work with it. Don't fight it. You got it. You float naturally. Don't fight it. It is a lot of work to stay up here. All swimmers must be excellent warriors. Yes, now you have more respect for the merfolk. Uh, uh, I'm going to the stairs. And, and, <laughs> yeah, you doggy paddle over the stairs. Uh-huh. Granted, you could just stand up and walk, but you doggy paddle all the way there. Yes. Uh, and you get out of the water, and you feel very accomplished. Perfect. And you know you could, uh, you know you could actually doggy paddle. So you can at least doggy paddle at this I'm, point. I'm sorry, dude. I'm no, sorry. You, it's really you upsetting you that you're much. going shopping, and you're just no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can <laughs> cut it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, 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 no, I don't need to cut it. Uh, yeah, it was this, it was the. The soak or the swimming no, they were going soaking. Yeah. We were going. Yeah, we were going swimming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you guys are. You guys have your swimming lessons. Uh, you 
you know, teach Thrax also to float on his back. He's very nervous about that. But then you like, oh, your hands. And he's like, and it's it's your first time you've, you've met patience of not thrashing about. Just laying there, you're actually floating with your head, like your face above water. Barry, how is this happening? <laughs> what is this? Uh, is this magic? It is. It is Umberly keeping you afloat, my friend. Umberly. Do they deal with he who watches? Yeah, she's kind of like uh, the sister. She's the sea bitch. Oh, one of their many wives. No, she's uh, the god of the sea from the Fae. Oh. I'll tell you more about it. Just keep kicking. Yes. You got it. Hey, you keep kicking. You start kicking a little bit, and you just start moving backwards on your back as you float through the water. And you successfully learn how to do basics, basic swimming. And so you can doggy paddle, and you can like lay on your back and do a little bit of a backstroke, but very slowly. You move very slowly, but you can swim now. Love it. When we leave Thrax asks if we can buy the floaties from the person. The what? The, the floaties? floaties? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Like, How much know. for these excellent uh, He just devices. looks at the tube and goes, you know what? It's in the cost, so you could just take them with you. No one, no one ever uses them. All right. So he lets you take the floaties with you. Take them with. They got like a B and a B written on them. I mean, of some sort of air-fillable meniscus. Yes. Deflate them, put them in his back pocket. All right. In his chest. The rest of you, you are at the markets, yes? Um... Yeah, Skid wants to go to the blacksmith and, and get a, a boatload of keys made of that mold he has. All right. I'll charge you for, let's see here. We'll just do iron keys. Cost normal is one GP per, so however many keys you want. Uh, 30. 30? All right, so 30 gold. And you have 30 keys to the mold that you made in the animal fat. That is a key to the uh, hotel. Dinev's rest. In Caradinval. Yes. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Anything else you're looking for? Um, Ricky? Hello, good sir. Um, <laughs> I'm... To, to whom are you saying that? <laughs> All good, madam. <laughs> no, but just like to, to the me, keynote? apparently. Uh, what would you like? Would you, you, would you know where to get a magic rapier? And sorcelled, perhaps. <laughs> to the plus one likes. Uh, a sorcelled? And sorcelled. Enchanted. Oh. I like a, I like a magic weapon. Uh, he I walks can... up to the keymaker. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like no, a no. plus one. No, weapon. we're we're yeah, we're, no, we're drunk. well. The keymaker is actually the tongue and hammer dude, so yes. he does make right. weapons. Yes. So, <laughs> I'm from here. I know right. what the fuck I'm doing. Shut up, Grim. So he has access to a plus one rapier. It is 500 gold. Ooh, shit! Not too bad. Can we fork that over? Ah, fucking yeah! Here it is. <laughs> All right, we'll fork over 500 GP. We won't even haggle with him, because haggling is for dipshits. All right, so you pay 500 GP for a magical rapier. Yes. It's plus one rapier. That's eh, straight up what it is. Sick. Fucking sick. That's all I wanted. Wait, do you have a plus one, like, braces of defense? Or, uh, like, attack braces or anything like that? Uh, yes, he has uh, braces of attack. Also 500 gold. Fucking here it is. All right, now you get plus one braces that for attacking, Whoa. for attacking only. Curiously, thing. Pilgrim looks over just to make sure that these things are going along our path. What do they look like? Ah, yes, very good. Uh, the rapier has a. It looks like a almost a sea snake wrapped around the uh, the pommel, and uh, goes down onto the curve of the uh, 
like right under where you hold your hand, there's always a curve under the bell for the rapier. And that is the mouth of the sea serpent that comes pretty, slightly up your forearm. Pretty cool. And the tail hits the blade at the front, so then it wraps into it, and then it becomes pristinely sharp and straight, as a regular rapier is. Uh, the bracers, see here, uh, based on the this guy, the 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 blacksmith made uh, to look like a, let's say, looks like Brinch Hadir. Uh has uh, high walls, fortified. It looks like uh, basically uh, concrete or brick walls, sorry, not brick, uh, stone walls. As it moves up the bracer, and at the end there, uh, I see, uh, above the uh, knuckles, there are four uh, almost spikes that come out, and those are dressed up to look like wheat, as the city flag often has. Dope. I had one final question, blacksmith. Yes. This is simple. My friend here draws sometimes. It's uh, two opposing semicircles with uh, lines drawn between. I was wondering if you had any kind of uh, maybe similar looking symbols with magical affinities made with magical weapons or imbued with alchemical effects. It looks kind of like this, and I'll trace in the air a path of I'll just show him my torso leather armor where I have it carved. Exactly like that. On my uh, chest plate, or chest leather armor. Looks like this. I can easily imprint this on something that is plus one for defense, and I can do whatever you want it to be. I don't care. (laughs) 500 gold. Grim. Grim. Yes? Well, seeing as you were in a position of governance, would getting you something like this prove to be uh, valuable to your position or, you know, your livelihood? Should we go ahead with this? You, I mean, you're, you're in charge of budgets and economics now, correct? <laughs> this one's only in, the bu- in charge of the budgets and economics of gr- uh, Goodmead. Yeah, I'm in charge of the budget and economics. Oh, that's right, about? that's right, that's right, that's right. bullshit. I'm so sorry for undermining your authority. a fucking politician and gets all the fucking credit, I've been carrying your gold for fucking Skid. days and weeks. Skid, I'm fucking sorry. Fucking. It's okay, it's okay, okay. What do you think, Skid? Oh, shit. We burned through a lot of money, but we had an influx of over 800 gold pieces last night, so we're in a position to spend. So if you want something, we should get something. But we'll be depleted after this, and it'll shrink our potions cost. I think that's the fucking report on the finances, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, Skid. I didn't know you could be so Damn, volatile. <laughs> Skid knows the path of financial futures. And so this one recommends that you listen to Skid. He's a, also, he spend, spend, not spend. to be super, super strange, but this one does notice that Skid is green. Yes, he is green. Have you not noticed that before? Uh, no, but this one has noticed that uh, Skid is very good with items and uh, and with the gold, and thus this one trusts Skid. All right, Skid, it's up to your discretion. Should we buy uh, Grim a cool thing to have, or should we just leave it be and spend the money on potions? Ah, uh, hey, Blacksmith, I know you don't sell potions, but do you know how much potions are? Uh, yeah, sure. My wife does next door. It costs... Do, do, do. <laughs> that. Uh, do. We have it at... Uh, oh, she has a special right now. They're 38 apiece. 38? 38 oh. apiece. Sounds special. What? Oh, yeah. We'll deal. buy we'll buy Pilgrim something. 
Well, we'll buy a Pilgrim. Oh, I'm grabbing 1,500 GP at Not this place. Uh, Pilgrim, whatever you're wearing in terms of armor, you get to add a plus one to whatever it is. Here's a necklace of plus one AC. Who gives a shit? And it's inlaid with your symbol. Yes. yes. It looks great. It's a necklace. And kind of like a basketball. Send you to Emeralds at even tide makes you a basketball fucking necklace. It's plus one defense. Yes. Wait, what? We just made you a plus one defensive necklace. There's a circle with a path looking through it, and it looks like a basketball. Y'all didn't have to do that. That's very cool. Uh, Can I add one thing? Yes. It's like the basketball is like sort of like not perfect basketball. It's like sort of like the shattered like version of a basketball. Absolutely. It's not orange. Yeah. It's like cerulean. Okay, cerulean. Absolutely. That's fucking cool. I know. (laughs) So I said it. It's inlaid with cerulean gymwear. And then potions. Fuck, that's almost all our budget. So I think we should spend the rest on potions and go broke. The guy's wife no comes in pieces. and goes, hey, what's up? I sound exactly like the blacksmith. What can I get you? Potions? Cool. 38 gold apiece. Thank yes. you. We'll yes. tell you how many potions we're going to do once I calculate. We Thank can move on. 38 apiece? However much money? Do you want to do however much money you have left? What's your total amount of money? Uh, just, I'll have to, I need a second. Yeah, so it's 38. Yeah. Take your time. You can do whatever yeah. you want. You buy that many potions. But then I... Uh, that's it, hey, Ricky. Thanks. Grim, that's it for shopping. I guess we're done with shopping for today. Uh, wait, and, um, fuck. 150, um, GP worth of ink. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. And then I'll do the math. Hey, I potions. got that over here. Just come over to my stall. Hey, no worries. Thank Just you go over very there. much. <laughs> Thank you, other shopkeeper. Hey, thanks for coming in. Hey, dude, it was great to see you. Thanks for coming in. Dude, great. Good. Glad I got to give you everything cool. you needed. Yeah. Okay, see you later. <laughs> Hands clean. We're done nice with shopping. <laughs> That's how we do with shopping, baby, in D and D. Three plus one items. Uh, probably five potions and uh, GP worth of 150 uh, inks. inks. Yeah. Okay. 190 golden potions then. Yeah, I'll do the math and let everybody know we're broke now. We have, uh, we have no money. <laughs> That's good. We have no money. Right, you spent everything. You're That's broke. A good thing. We made. It, we spent everything. All right. Good. You guys are done with the best. Spent. It's good. You guys are done with the best. You guys are done money with... in this game. But didn't exactly. we have like a thousand besides the? We just won a thousand. Yeah. yeah. We won eight hundred. Eight hundred. Yeah. Eight hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Money's meant to be spent. Sick. All right. Baths are done. Fucking shopping is done. Uh. We meet up back at the. You guys meet up at uh, Calvin's Comfort, getting ready for the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And we smell good, like yes. oils and good smelling things. Uh, yeah, you guys smell fresh as fuck. You spent the day okay. in the bathhouse. You'll be able to talk to your parents and everything tomorrow before you guys leave. But you guys spent the day in the bathhouse. You guys are all fresh as fuck, uh, clean as hell. The shell and everything, your shell is glistening. Yes. Uh, your skin is glistening. Uh, the Anything that was dried out from the winter is like now moisturized and delightful. Uh, you look. <laughs> I saved some of the. Your eyes are glittering a little bit. Like, ah. I saved some of the cucumbers from our eyes. Uh, and like from if there's like water with cucumbers in it, I save it and I go up to Thrak or to Skid. And I'm like, Skid, uh, these were here at the uh, the spy. I thought, <laughs> you'd, <laughs> I thought you'd like to eat those. Yeah, y'all gotta Tastes come. Fancy. Tastes fancy. Yeah, you missed out, buddy. Y'all gotta come next it's really, time. It's huh? really tall people. It's fine. It's fine. It's Every fine. muscle just uh, it's, all the tension melts away. Um, well, uh, Barry. Um, thanks for letting us crash at your place. It's been really nice having you since Skekonig, and, uh, here you go. As a gift. What is this? These look mighty sharp. What? Uh, I think we got the dimensions for your flippers right. Here you go. Tries them on. And you see the knuckles? They got the wheat, because it's from the town. Man, these are 
almost too nice to hit somebody with. These are beautiful, thank you. Hopefully it wasn't too expensive. I appreciate y'all. Were you able to grab any ink for me? Oh yeah, here too. Thank you, buddy. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> what about y'all? A good trip for everybody. Show him the necklace. Show him. Grim. 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 This one isn't excited to ever be hedonistic, but this one is very grateful for the gift that the Pathwalkers have bestowed upon this one. And a minimalist grab something. What'd you get? Are you talking to me? I'm sorry. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I show you the the fucking um, uh, medallion, the amulet that they bought me. It's pretty cool, right? Again, it's like a man. Again, like the the path symbol, which is like two semicircles that are like facing the opposite directions, kind of like a basketball a little bit. Um, but it's shattered a little bit, like kind of offset, and it uh, is blue. Nice. Yeah. Like a green blue or like a... Um, like Charlotte Hornets blue. Okay. Teal. Yeah, teal blue. Cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> Ricky, you uh, grab anything? Yes, I got this rapier with a sea serpent motif. Check it out. Oh, <laughs> that is mighty fine. <laughs> I try to allow you to let me take it and like check it out, spin it around. Yeah, check a it bit. out. I do a few like minor flourishes that actually seem like I actually might know how to like swing a sword. Give that back to me. I'll give it back to you. This oh. is beautiful. Oh yeah, well I got these, and I and I blow up the water floaties and put them on my <laughs> wrist. You like an absolute buffoon. You got him yeah. into water. Yes, uh, this is what they give to strong people at the spa. Yeah, they're teaching a gnome to swim. Good job, bud. Good job, bud. Here you go, everybody. Here's a potion for everybody. Take it. Put it in your fucking size satchel. Everybody look where everyone's is at. Here you go. Take them. Thank you, buddy. Is it, is it the most basic The basic potion? ones. The basic ones. They were cheap as fuck. We prioritize plus ones. Shut up. Yes, we somehow got that shopping trip done in an expedient amount of time. Speaking of an expedient amount of time, I actually think the show's coming up. Are you ready to play? <laughs> oh, I'm most definitely ready to play. I don't think anything else needs to be done before the show, and I think we're right ready for the show. I think we might need to take some shots. This one's ready, and this one believes in you. Oh, wait. Ricky, more than anything else, and the path that you walk, both physically, both metaphysically, both mentally... And both, most importantly, musically. But I'm, I'm gonna cast uh, guidance. I don't know, not yep. cast it, but it's a cantrip. But just put my, my hand on his back and be like, "You got this." But wait, Barry, Barry, didn't you want to go see your parents? Yeah, I figure uh, I can always catch them after the show or tomorrow morning or something. No problem. <laughs> There's nothing like showing up home drunk as fuck in the middle of the night. Yeah, we'll be doing that, but but maybe tomorrow or something. It seems that Ricky's parents are totally okay with that. Yes, His dad's fucking dead, dude. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh shit, sorry! This one speaks from experience. Oh shit, I thought you didn't remember shit. Well, recent experience. Uh, Candor comes up. Oh yes, you've made it. Welcome to the show. It seems it's like a bit packed in here. The place is packed. There's a lot of people here. A lot of people from last night, 100%. There's a lot of people. You see the white wolves? They're there already. They're sitting at a table together drinking. 
Uh, you see, uh, you see, uh, Speaker Trovis, he's there. He's, he's excited. Uh, you see Roland, he's there. He's setting up a machine. Uh, and he's like setting up in the corner of the room. Uh, Kandor is, has a hand on, sh on your shoulder, holding once again the martini in his other hand. Are you ready? Are you excited? Are you, are you so pumped? This should be a great show, Kandor. I know it's going to be a great show. It's because you were performing it. I'd like to bend down on one knee and uh, whisper to Skid very quickly. Skid, why don't you go stand by her while I perform this show? And trust you, it'll be a moving experience. He's gonna look up at him really vulnerable. Don't, don't fuck with me. Really? I wouldn't fuck with you, Skid. You're one of my best friends now. I'll get up off uh, my knee, and I'll proceed to the stage. Hold on, Ricky, real quick. Oh. You're still using that old thing? I got you that how many years ago? That's the violin he's talking about. I don't know, 10, 15 years. Well, it's good to see you again from behind his back. Pulls out something that's wrapped. A gift for me. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to. Well, open it up. Is this Candor or Roland? This is Candor. I'll open. Oh. I'll open it up. Uh, and it is a another veal. It is eloquently made of very nice wood, almost ebony. <clears throat> this is called silver string. And I want you to have it. It was my oldest violin, and now it's yours. It is a plus one violin. So you get to add one to your performance scores? There you go, brother. How you feel about that? I got a plus one violin. Thank you, Anton. <laughs> I don't worry. And your your Uncle Roland comes up. I also have something to give you, too. Witness Kiss. this. This beautiful machine I've built records music. It records sounds. I will be able to produce a sort of wax pressing of your show tonight. <laughs> You invented some sort of recorder oh. machine. Yes, and here's a portable machine that you can carry with you to play it as you wish. Oh, man. Sick. A portable phonograph? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> awesome. To create them and play them. That's a loss for words, you two. Um, didn't know you cared this much. Of course we do. You're basically our son. Give it a good night. Ricky gets a little teary before he recomposes himself. Good. I am your son. Your son. Ricky motherfucking Steel. Then out of nowhere, Kandor produced three shot glasses. Well, it's time. Let's go. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And yeah, the stage is all yours now. And you're free to walk to the stage. I walk to the stage. Hello. Hello, light. Skidgo stands next to me. You feel a finger kind of touch your hand, kind of asking for for you to hold her hand. I'll just like look forward without looking over and just <laughs> grip it with a couple of fingers and just won't break. Just look rigid forward. <laughs> Ricky Steele will perform a 
introduce himself, perform a very standard set. While, uh, while Ricky Steele is uh, introducing themselves, um, the Pilgrim will go over to Thrax and just kind of quietly say, you know, like put their hand uh, just like just on their like forearm, just like, hey, I'm here. And uh, also say, this one believes that things will get worse in the future. Enjoy this moment. And drink the beer that the Pilgrim has. Drax doesn't do anything, just looks forward. Looking for Skid, sees no Skid. Ladies and gentlemen, Ricky Steele. You hear lots of applause across the place. Uh, the word stands up. It gives you a standing ovation even before you play. Ricky Steele performs a very uh, energetic, like, standard set from his previous song choices. <laughs> but at the end of his set, it slows down a bit. I don't want to sing all the songs and also not to take a lot of time. No. Uh, the last song in his set is... This is the last song for my set tonight. It's an old song, but I don't believe I've performed it for any of you before. Kind of. Hid it away. Kept it locked down. Deep down. In the abyss. In a trunk. Covered in chains. And many, many padlocks. But I'll open it up for one night. As my new compatriots, the Pathwalkers, have you know, asked a bit too many questions. <laughs> It opens up with a slow refrain. The way she laughed without a care And the starlight flowed through her hair A meek smile when she was concerned A knowing glance of light kiss and a turn Boom, boom, boom you were my light, Tessa, the moon in my night. We could dance slowly all night long. You enjoyed even my worst of songs. You gave me warmth under a frigid sun. And when you were with me, you were the only one. Yeah, fuck yeah! Yeah! Oh, uh, roll for, uh, performance. Yeah! I'm sure it's going to be some absurd number again. It's a 29. 29, yeah. This, dude, it's just as banging as your song before. People are going fucking crazy. The word faints. He's like standing on a table, like literally just puts a hand to his forehead and falls backwards. <laughs> In the <sighs> middle of the um, chorus, the skid will just slide a key into me's hands. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy oh, shit! Yes. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, you successfully do that. You slide a key in her hand. Uh, I have to assume at this point, after what you guys are talking about, and. Uh, in uh, the tattoo shop, that you, she knows exactly what that's for and where where it's at. So, uh, at one point, she like just just turns and makes eye contact with you and just stares at you. Let me go back to looking forward. Yes, real quiet, absolutely. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, there's a very awkward there's a very awkward moment for a moment. 
there's a very very awkward moment where you guys look at each other and there's like a smile and then you both look forward as fast as possible it's like the first time in seven years Kratzy has done anything in DD with another character <laughs> like this the revelry continues uh, um, let's see here uh, revelry continues Roland hands you a pressed piece of plastic and a little machine a little machine that goes with it and he goes you just press this one to record. There's plenty of room left, as you can see. And then you press this one to play it back. There's a small speaker inside of here. I know it's insane, but I don't know how I stumbled upon it. I did it with, you know, one of me and Kandor's crazy nights together. <laughs> Got drunk and recorded recordings. <laughs> yeah, Very inventive recordings. You have drunken, he has drunken Kandor recordings on like a stack of vinyls next Amazing. to him. Amazing. I'm pretty sure you and Kandor. <laughs> Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, Is this working? Touch, touch, yeah, it's fucking touch. insane. Like, uh, if you, yeah, flashback to recordings of like, oh, song, song ideas from Kandor part one. <laughs> it's like, it's like singing like just random things, mm-hmm. random words together. Sounds like a very drunk Ricky Steele. That's obviously where he got most of his uh, attitude from his, his other uncle, Candor. <sighs> and as the revelry continues, uh, he hands you a thing. Uh, um, people are very impressed by you. Yes. Uncle Roland, Candor, I do have a question. Yes, what is it? Do you know where to get any skin? Candor <laughs>, laughs heartily. He's like, oh my God. Oh boy, I thought you'd never ask. I've known for ages. I sell it. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bar after all. Come on. Uh, he snaps at the bartender. The bartender puts like a bar towel down and then like literally slides something under it and then slides it across the bar. Have at it. It's all yours now. I'll, sn- I'll, sn- <laughs> I'll sneakily pick it up. Go over to Grim. Grim. I've got a little powder justice for us. <laughs> this one only drinks what comes from the past. And I'll slide it back to you. More for me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> As you slide it into your pocket, the door bursts open. An Orog, you know, this is a underdark uh, orc. They are fairly, fairly rare, but they are familiar. Bursts through the door and falls to his knees. An eerie red light pours in from outside, creating a haunting silhouette of the exhausted figure. Bold the windows! Barricade the doors! I just saw the mark with my own eyes! The Blood Knight is upon us!